All right, guys. Three bucks. One day. One day same tree. Same tree. Oh my God. I'm so Woo! Oh, holy shit! <laughs> Get a shot of these. Two farms this year. Number one is done. Did you say bye, Kevin? I did. I already did. Bye, Kevin. Bye, Kevin. Bye, Kevin. Smoke it, buddy. Look at that. You destroyed it. The shop is closing up. Make sure he takes all his right hand. All right, guys, welcome to the Deer Shop Podcast, episode 26. As always, brought to you by Simon Bars Outdoors and the Leaky Jumbo Company. Uh, today, we are doing a true shop talk. Um, we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about today. Uh, we have Ryan Freeman and Nick Schlau in the studio. Uh, we're going to talk about some backyard hunting. We're going to talk about a deer me and Ethan have been hunting for the last, well, three months, but for the last month, pretty hard. Um, we're going to talk about football. It's divisional playoff week. Um, Isaac's been bugging us that we need to start talking about some, some other stuff like sports in the podcast. So we're bringing it up, uh, this week. Um, especially as, in the off season here. Yeah. Yeah. And it, right. It's getting tough. You know, we've been talking about deer hunting now for three or four months on the podcast. So it's kind of nice to break it up a little bit. Um, as always, please go leave a review, uh, on wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Um, it really helps us out according to the metrics. Um, let's just get right into this snowstorm that we're dealing with right now. Um, we got hit with some perfect late season hunting weather and it has not translated to dead deer whatsoever. Nope, Me and Ethan no. are really the only ones hunting. Ryan is still getting out after work if he can. Isaac and Nick have some doe tags, but they're just kind of enjoying yeah, the ride I'm at this point because the they both got yeah. almost 300 inches of combined antler over there. They can, they can just sit and gloat if they want, I guess. It sounds fun to go hunting right now, but to do it, I'm not going. Even yeah. you know what was not fun and we didn't talk about it? The last day of muzzleloader season. It was, the that wind, the, was that the wind, the rain, rain, useless? And I thought for sure that buck was, was going to show up. Sitting on the ground under the stand? Or Well, my last hunt was similar. I was mm-hmm. in a blind at least. Um, me and Ethan have been hunting the same buck now for the last month or so. He's the only mature buck left regular on any of our farms, any of our cams that we can hunt. He's a good deer. Um, he did break his G4s. He had, he had two probably four or five inch g4s on each side and he broke them both they were inline g4s they were kind of cool they kind of like tuning forked out but he broke them both off uh this deer was around all summer off and on all summer and we had some good velvet footage of him early rut he was around or early deer season i should say he was around because isaac and me both had encounters with him in this we're hunting him in the same particular field we're going to call it we'll call it the 70 acre hay field just for lack of better term me and isaac both had encounters with him early season late september uh, the first week of hunting. Then he kind of disappeared. Some other deer started filtering into the farm, and he just took an exit, and he was gone. Most of October showed back up during the peak of the rut in November. Just like one or two times he came through the farm, he hit multiple scrapes, and then he disappeared again until about second gun season is when he showed back up, and we've been hunting him hard since second gun season. Um He's been very visible from the road. He's he's feeding in a couple fields. We have we have permission to hunt one of the fields that he's been feeding in. I've encountered him I think three times this year, maybe maybe two times, three times. Ethan has Ethan's encountered him once, but it was twice on the same day. Uh, but this deer, and it's part of what we want to talk about today. I I, I kind of get the feeling now that he's sort of hunting us at this point. Yeah, he's just watching us walk into the field. It's a, it's amazing how often we have been in there and not had an encounter and then the days that we do not hunt whether they be bad wind conditions or just work whatever it seems like he's in there 
or yeah. close to in there. And that that's too ironic. We talked about this before. It's too ironic to be that consistently in his favor. Well, yeah, and I would imagine because of the way the field's set up and where the betting area is, he can sit in that betting area and see the entire field. It's so flat in that area where you're hunting. Yeah, I There's think not we, really any dips or anywhere for no, him to be No, no, it's hiding. very flat, swampy, flat, uh, a mixture of – it probably hasn't been logged in a long time, but there and there's some very mature trees, but there's a lot of swampy open areas where the ash had died and it, you know, uh, under the underbrush has grown up. But he's got the perfect setup to where no matter what, the, the way we can – the only way we can possibly access the property, he can watch us. The day you did see him twice, mm-hmm. he watched you get in the stand and left – came back looked at me from 85 yards away yep he's still there turned around walked away and i haven't had a daylight encounter with him since then so i think that probably plays a little bit into it then there's nothing you can do about it the way this property lays out we've tried using tree lines to hide and a cow pasture to hide doesn't matter just he seems to be one step ahead (laughs) and in late season like this when they are on those food sources they're betting close by yeah, like he's he's not he's not wandering you know a quarter mile to get to that. No, because I have a lot of cameras on escape routes and I haven't got him. Now, and that's not saying we know he is moving around a little bit, obviously, but and he is feeding somewhere else besides his hayfield because he's not there all the time. But it's it's if there's seven days in a week, he's there four out of seven feeding overnight for multiple hours. So he's spending a lot of time feeding in this field, and then. I'd say more than wherever else he's going, but he's also feeding somewhere else. And I mean, was, I know there's guys baiting him somewhere in the area probably. but Well, and he was chasing and bugging does. I don't know if he still is, but he was during muzzleloader season. Yeah, he was definitely still rutting. The week prior to muzzleloader seasons, when I watched him from the road, chase does around a field, and then during muzzleloader season I had an on-video encounter, and he was more interested in what was happening around him than feeding, you know, does, and, and just he watched an Amish buggy. We talked about this on one of the podcasts, just walked down the road and – are you considering his bedding area to the west? North. 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 If he keeps going west, it's all open to the west. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, there's, from, no, there's nowhere no, for him to bed west. To right north side of the field. Yeah, right it'd be, there. It'd be north side get of up. the field. Yeah. We found a shed in this field last year, so we know he uses it a lot. Uh, he was using a section of our farm late season last year, and he's not this year. He, mm-hmm. I haven't got him on it at all. I've tried throwing out some bait, you know, tag so, to camp. So he's staying pinned Just to, to try to get something of him, and he's not, he's not hitting it, so. He's staying pinned to where you guys are hunting, and you think somewhere to the north, probably. Yeah, and I, I think to the north is where someone's baiting him. One or two people are baiting him up that way, I'm sure. Um, it, it is hard to tell because if they're still hunting this time of year, they're pretty hardcore. There was Not a lot of many sh- people hunting now. There was a lot of shots during muzzleloader season and second gun season from the north, and he managed to survive all that. So he's not daylighting for them either, apparently, or they're just not a very good shot. But. And uh, we're, we're yeah. coming down to what two weeks left in the season? Yeah, we're down to exactly. Last, I think. Yeah, two weeks today. Two weeks from today will be the last day, and next week kind of sucks. We have sucks. a couple days more of cold, and then it's going to get rainy and mud. We're going to hit mud hard. Misery next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you might as well just call pack it, it up. Well, not pack it up, but call it a scratch next week. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to hunt him unless the wind's really good and I can get in. He ain't going to show. I, I doubt he shows up in the rain and daylight 50 degrees in this hay field. But I guess you never know. Yep. There's a lot of does. Yesterday, when he, so I'm watching the cell cams from work, and Ethan was hunting the opposite side of the field. It's, it's unbelievable how they know. You know, let's take two days ago, a huge group of does came out in front of, we'll call it the West Blind, fed for the last hour, you know, before, before dark. So Ethan went in there yesterday, and that same group of does went to the East Blind, 250 yards away. Fed, fed, fed. Never went over by Ethan. In a blizzard with 16 degrees, yeah, good you wind. You had the perfect conditions 
to hunt him and saw a bunch of birds. He showed up about six thirty, seven mm-hmm. o'clock, so about an hour after dark, maybe an hour, you know, thirty to forty five minutes after dark, he showed up and was there all night. I got him in that field all night last night. And just no opportunity to kill him though, in daylight. He's yep. running around he started a bachelor up for the first time. So maybe the rut part is over and he'll start just heavy feeding this next two weeks. Because we'll for the first time all year he's bachelored up. He wasn't he's never been that way, so and everybody knows how our season goes so late here in Ohio that they start shedding soon I, and, now. Yeah, and basically. every time there's two days that go by without me seeing him on camera, I'm, he's shed. He's got to shed. His sheds are out there in the field somewhere, and I, you know. And then luckily he shows up. But what what you're having happen is is similar to what happened with the 33 buck. Yeah. He was there a lot. He was always after dark, an hour, 45 yep. minutes. And we would have distant give, encounters. Give, give you a glimmer of hope. Yeah. But it went all season like that. Yeah, he knew. And we were – it's very similar to your 33 bucks scenario from a couple of years ago because it's a big open field, and you only really have – you can only hunt them on the edges of these fields, and entrances you're, you're limited by your entry routes. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can sit there in a tree stand and watch him from 200 yards away, and it does you no good, you know. Oh, yeah. yep. It's it, – it is very similar to that 33 bucks scenario, and I wish – Fuck, I wish that went differently. That <laughs> another story of misery. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, One day we're going to have a podcast of just all the miserable stories that we've had. We have over a lot of years. those. I'm yeah. a little bit happy he didn't good kill the 33 those. buck because he'd be intolerable with all those 150s on the wall. But I'm, I'm not happy the fact <laughs> that we spent be. a lot of time, and Cassick did too. Me and Ryan spent a lot of time with him trying to kill that buck. Well, years. was that was that last year or two years ago you were trying to kill it? Two. two. So you went buckless year, that right? year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a buckless year. His last year, hunted him down to the buck. literal wire and got a trail camera picture with like a week left in the season. One antler, mm-hmm. he dropped during the season and then it was over. And did you guys find any? One of, those? of them. Found, we found yeah. one. He was killed last year, right? Yep. Okay. Last year, bef- last year gun season. And the sad thing is, Nick. Last year we did a lot of shit to get Nick on that buck. He bought a redneck, built it on a trailer, put <laughs> two sweet food plots in, yep. like a lot of shit. And that deer was just didn't want anything to do with it. And then as soon as those deer died over there, that place went ghost town. Right? Oh, it's, it's a Christmas tree farm now. Yeah, it, it's it's trash. I mean, that, that's a that's a whole whole podcast in itself. But, yeah, but neighbors. The, na- the neighbors they run that place to the dirt. It was very nice that that one year you had, the year that you almost killed the thirty three buck, even though there was insane pressure and you lost a lot of deer that year too to neighbors. There was still a whole bunch of shootable deer that year. And oh, yeah. it came close. So they had a random, like, 180 show up that we know nothing about, and he never came back, that you found a shed from, a, mm. a, a fucking gift shed. Oh, yeah. You found a gift shed in a bait pile of a 180-inch buck. Mm-hmm. I mean, that never happens. And we never, we never know what happened to that buck. No, huh? never showed back. Did we ever score that shed? I thought we – Yeah, yeah, it was like 70. It was right below that one. It was like 77, Definitely I think. the second biggest that we have ever found. Yeah, like, so he the, was a mid-70s deer. Yeah, the, yeah. the mass was insane. Yeah, all. crazy. Did your dad harvest his buck two years ago from the thirty-three? Mm-mm. No, his dad's killed the same. His dad has shot two bucks from the same stand. Okay, that's that's doing it. That's doing work. Your dad. We gotta get him on sometime. Talk about how to be successful. Computer yeah. chair, tiled floor in the redneck. The best no, part no about cameras. the best part about Craig. This is the best part about Craig. The way Nick talks to us, his dad talks to Nick that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like Nick will, you know, Nick will throw out his insults here and there and blah blah blah. And his dad just does it straight up to Nick, bald face, like not even oh, yeah. like a wink of fucking emotion. Just every day, every day occurrence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every day occurrence. Learn from the master. But Craig's yep. killed three hundred inches of antler in two years, just sitting there during rut. No, nope. man, that's awesome. That's crazy. 
So yeah, we're hunting the shit out of this buck, and it's right now. There's six inches of snow on the ground. Are you hunting tonight? I haven't decided. Yet. I would say you probably should. I mean, because you can count the, the, the good west, days on one hand. The east blind yeah, is fucked. I got a mom got a phone call from the neighbor lady who was walking. She take that's one thing. The neighbor lady, super nice lady. We've known him our whole lives. She takes a walk every day through this field, which might be part of what helps us because that deer comes out after she walks. Mm-hmm. You know, they're used to human activity. She's they're an old. She's an old farmer. They, they walk. She said she walked over and fixed our tent because it blew away, or at least pulled it, <laughs> or at least put it back kind of where it was supposed to be. And then she said she walked up within 20 feet of, a, of 30 turkeys, and they wouldn't leave. And she just watched them. She called mom on the phone while she said, oh, these turkeys are just hanging out. They've been there all day, the turkeys. Yeah. But that's the, that's the current hunting situation. And with that... We're gonna talk. We're gonna have a fun story here now. This is we've been. <laughs> why don't we, the reason we're here today? Why don't we start at the beginning with uh, Freeman's season here? We are. Well, we had him on. <clears throat> he was on the last shop talk. Talked up. Talked about his season up to the rut and yeah. missing that buck. It and was we, on. We did talk a little bit about the empty corner going on here. He's got. A, he's got a bet with his brother. We're gonna lose some. Uh, lose some real estate on the chalkboard because they're not doing anything. Yeah, five years worth of space gonna be taken up on that chalkboard, but. Ryan had a good early season, had some good encounters during the rut, all that. We talked about it. Then late, then a lot of stuff happened in his personal life. Late season hit, and he has been hunting now. Uh, he's got a decent buck that's been showing up behind his house. You have seven acres, right? I have four acres myself, and, and then, then you got I've the got neighbors, kind of the neighbors. So it's not; it, it's a very small piece, but it's a real <clears throat> small piece. Yeah, yeah. We've been making fun of him. It, for it, it's not like a neighborhood. It's just like he's hunting a small piece of property. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, there's there's a lot of houses within road. Well, that's kind of they're all road. Front. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of how Ohio works. That kind of how it works. Right but, here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you could say I was pretty burned out. Um, didn't want to put any corn out this year, but like everyone else, I gave in. Yeah, we 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 tried. I pulled one of the tacticams from another farm, threw it in the backyard. Now it's about 150 yards, probably from my house. I mean, I'm sitting there in my blind, looking at my house. So for that to preface so i threw some corn out and within 10 hours i had three bucks 125 to 135 and you know, and the thing is you knew these bucks were there because over the years you're not actually that far from where your brother's hunting an right. actual big farm and you're not that that far from where nick's farm was and you've watched bucks get up out and walk through your backyard in the morning and in the evenings while you're getting ready for work and stuff bucks that these guys have been trying to hunt Right. On actual properties, farms, you know, a mile away. But Brian has watched these bucks over the years use his backyard as a, or the area next to his backyard as like a bedding area. Essentially. Yeah. And for the record, had I not shot a 106-inch giant last year, <laughs> I probably would have tried to shoot the buck that Alex was after. Because yeah. he was kind of a regular in the morning and that deer, walking through and my And that property. deer got killed by the same people who killed the 33 buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and didn't you call him into your barn one time or something almost? That was well with with those deer. They all are kind of in the same category of nine, ten point, hundred and thirty five, forty. Yeah, they're four the year old, just like the yeah, buck three, I shot four year old bucks. It all you know without having pictures or really getting good looks at them. It's hard to tell if they're all the same. Now, a couple of pictures I have that I took out of my cell phone while I was brushing my teeth out of my bedroom window <laughs> <laughs> clearly show that uh, the buck that Alex was after was a regular user for a period of time walking through my property or, or the neighbor's property in your, in your garden right he'd come eat your tomatoes in the morning he had come yeah. get my once tomatoes. again 
there's not enough mature bucks for the amount of people hunting. Yeah, this goes. There's just nowhere near the enough mature bucks for the number of hunters. And it, it just shows you. So your brother is hunting on a farm. I don't know. It's half, a mile away. Half mile, mile yeah, away. I think mile. it's two miles. I thought we did two miles as a crow flies. Something like that. But you're, he's going through all these backyards. So he's probably walking through 30 backyards to oh, get there. Oh, yeah. I was getting and 10 of those people could be hunting. So yep. that's all these hunters. Going and we don't live in the city. I want you guys to know that this is not the city. This is farmland. Yeah. There's just a lot. The deer just, move a lot. Yeah, and people yeah. just there's just people that live here. We're yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I had pictures of that deer three quarters of a mile from him. Yeah, it, we're all on top of each other in circles, so it's it makes it interesting. But and it, it it does make it interesting because imagine if there was a year where everybody shot their mature buck they were going after, there wouldn't be any deer left for the next year. They would all be dead. Yeah, I mean it would do a serious. You know, the like if everybody of, got lucky and all those mature deer got killed. You hope that there's enough other deer to make it up, but we, we haven't had a year where everyone's killed yet. And the years where we don't kill, it seems like they're followed by a good year. So, I mean, there's yeah. that, you know, but anyways, yeah. we're hunting in your backyard. So we're in the backyard. Yeah. So I, I put a blind up, got a tide we, and tried to figure out how I wanted to approach hunting this small piece of property. And I have permission to hunt the north side uh, which would be a neighbor who's planning on building soon which is like six acres and it was cleared out by the person who sold it recently and it's kind of a bedding area so i didn't really want to go into it set up a blind i feel like i'd be pushing everything out so i'm trying to draw them out south and north side into my yard and i've had i don't know a million deer uh, i mean it looks like a cow pasture as nick says when he's driving by it's going to be a muddy mess in the spring. Yeah, it's going to stink it's like just hell. Raccoon, <laughs> it's just raccoon <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so your I, garden right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I start hunting it, and I hadn't had any mature bucks come in, but I have a, a ton of does. And I need to try to figure out how I want to tell this story in line. Apparently, I can't shoot <laughs> out of a blind. Cause I need to. I think I've only ever shot one single arrow out of a blind in my whole life before this year. I think it was in the sea field when I was in high school, right well, by where you killed Massey. I no. think I may have shot a doe like 15 Didn't years ago. Did you shoot ago. one last year? Yeah, last year. Or or the the no, I shot out of the radix. That's a blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but that's an elevated blind. And you can windows almost stand to the floor. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, when you're actually on well, it, the ground at ground level. Once, once, once this story finishes out, you may want to elevate your blind. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something different. Well, I, you know, if anything, all this talk and chatter and looking back makes it look. We, and Isaac has said this before. We got a little bit complacent, I think, in the last few years, and we don't shoot as much as we should. No. We Sitting, don't standing, shoot. bow, blind, gun. When we were young kids, we just shoot all the time, so it was very second nature. Well, now we're adults with jobs, and I think the mentality is, well, I was really good then, and, I've, and I've, I've never had a problem then, and it's like riding a bicycle. So I can go out, put a couple arrows in the target, I'm good. And but then these not. pressure moments come. And we shit the fucking bed. Yeah, just like shooting a gun. Caleb shit the bed this year. Shit the bed. Shooting a bow long distance, I shit the bed this year. It's the same deal. Yeah, Used to be able to make those shots. Out west, man, you shit the bed. Shit the bed bad. I missed a 150-inch buck three times. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with me? Uh, Anyways, back to your subject. So we'll go back. (laughs) You know, I pretty much have the opportunity to shoot a doe anytime I want. Really from either of the farms I can hunt. I yeah, pretty much always have, I mean, most of us have the opportunity to shoot a doe, and I'm trying not to, I guess, as much in, as little intrusion as I can. So I uh, decided to shoot at a doe, and I missed. And I was upset about that. It was kind of late. 
don't know what happened. After you missed a buck already this year. That was after I missed a buck. So this would have been my second miss of the year. 30 yards. I actually remember as I was at draw thinking, like, I've never held a bow so steady. Like, I like had it no, felt perfect. Like, it felt perfect, and I just – it just That's how my gunshot It felt. just – you know, I just missed, and I'm like, all right, whatever. So I decide I'm going to take the bow, and I'm going to go shoot. So I started – he gave me – Ethan gave me a tip. He's like, well, maybe you should try the Illuminox. I didn't try shooting with the Illuminox. So then I did different combinations of knocks and field points and rage practice tips and 20 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards. The only variable that wasn't working was me. Yeah. And so <laughs> we had muzzle loader a couple weeks ago, and I decided to go out with my bow – kind of redeem myself a little bit with a 20 yard shot on a nice doe that felt, feels good when you do felt that. good you know i got the bow shooting i mean i proved to myself i could shoot it nick did that earlier this year just whack now yeah. was that at one of your big properties or was that in the yard that was in yeah that was in the big property. yeah give so, away names hey do you want me to take that out uh, yeah. Everybody knows where we <laughs> You could give it a little bit of a beep. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it's a generalization. So, time harv- that. Yeah, I'm time stamping that. <laughs> I uh, harvested a doe. Felt good to shoot my bow. Prove myself I could shoot it. Harvest a doe with the bow. Felt good about it. So, then I have, you know, we got this cold front to come yeah. in. And I start getting closer and closer to daylight on my buck. Last Sunday, we're watching football. What in your fun. basement. Yes. Yeah, and good Sunday, what a though. fucking It was great a good Sunday. Sunday. Great Sunday. I'm, we'll get there, too. But yeah. my big buck daylighted, and he spent an hour at that corn yep. pile. Yep. In your yard? In my yard. So the next day, Monday, I got home from work early. I snuck out there. It was balls cold. And I had a bunch of deer come in, and I had a young buck that was sitting there looking at the woods in the north side. I had a feeling that you know it was getting later that I was gonna have a buck come out. Well, it wasn't the buck I was expecting. It's like maybe a two-year-old, 75, 80-inch buck, and he's really hurting. He hobbles over, and I go full draw, and I saw a deer coming out of the south side. It looked like it'd be a little bit of a bigger body buck. But if you're sitting in one of them tideweeds, you can see through it, but you can't actually see through it, especially when it starts getting starts getting dark. And- oh, so you're talking about the ones that are like open all the way in the front yeah can, they're like mesh that you can see through. yeah so i'm full draw and i'm, I'm kind of hold- so i can't see anyone i'm kind of holding down waiting to see if if he's gonna make his way up and i'm like man i got my shot right now i pull up and i was maybe holding for like a minute and i don't know if i got a little tired a little complacent you lift every day no, no i don't lift every day almost every day i lift a couple times a week and so i'm i pull up and i shot and i i heard like a thwack I don't know what the hell happened. Fuck, that's a good feeling when you hear that. No, you know? it wasn't the thwack like I hit a deer. It was like the thwack of something going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched my Illuminoc go boop over my bonfire. And I, I couldn't end up. I, when I got out at the end of this hunt, I never found it. I don't know if it went into some tall grass. Oh, so the arrow hit something it, it ricocheted? Came off I don't know if I hit the bl- if I was not paying attention enough and I held low, which I would think. I've been trying to figure this out. If I didn't hit it with my broadhead, could I hit it with the shaft? Or do you hit it with your limb or in your bow or something? Yeah. Did your bow hit the blind? No, I was definitely far enough back. But I'm just saying, you know, I was looking for like a cut on there. You know, like my... Nothing? No, I didn't see anything. And I shot a fixed blade. I didn't shoot my rage. So you would think there'd be at least some kind of slice. So I was like, could I? Could the shaft somehow hit? If that's your problem right there. You shot a fucking fixed blade. Yeah, if you I shot, shot I shot my I shot my doe with a fixed blade. Yeah, cheap, cheap. <laughs> I, I have two fixed blade and two uh, mechanical broadheads in found my quiver. Your problem right there, yeah. bro. Well, it depends. Continue, on, continue. It depends on what I'm going to shoot through. If I think I'm shooting through a clear distance, I'm going to shoot my rage. If I Fuck think it. I'm 
I have the garage sale collected broad. <laughs> right. Muzzy MX3. MX4. Uh, oh, man. I shot those when I first started. 2008, yeah. seven, six, somewhere right. around there. Teenager. Right. It's okay. Regardless, so, so anyway, the, the arrow so or bow hit something. Something happened. Did, is it, it didn't possible sound your right. Luminox fell off? That happens. Nick Nick doesn't shoot lighted knocks anymore because his knocks or, don't stay on. Or the well, they, knock they, exploded when you shot. That my, happens my knocks, too. They, they, they always explode. Like Especially with it being so cold. It looked like... I mean, it did a... I it's possible your knock flew off your arrow. Or it could be simple that he missed. It was colder than hell, and the arrow just glanced off the ground. I mean, yeah, the ground shot fucking, right, right, right. No, right. I'm telling you, the way that it came off... It, it was fucked up. It, it went over... What some, rest were you using? Uh, quad. Uh, Is there a chance... Death row. It was Something. down. Is a chance that like you you went up, you went down, and maybe your rest was down and not. I, you know what I mean. Cause, I try. Cause if I, your rest was down when you release, it'll it'll bounce. It, the angle will push it off the bow. Maybe that's what happened. You know what I, I mean? Don't know. It'll 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 fuck that up hard. So and I didn't really have enough time to think about it because as this happened, all these deer kind of scattered a bit and they were all still kind of hanging out. I mean that buck was hanging at like fifty yards, just staring at me. So I re knocked. You know, well, I guess I didn't draw back right away. He made his way over, and it's getting very limited yeah, on yeah. light, especially yeah. in a blind. Yeah. And so he makes his way back, and he's eating corn. I decide, I'm like, man, this guy is really hurting. I can kind of see my 20 and my 40. You were willing to put the 80-incher on that board for five years. You're doing it. Well, I was willing to do it. Just I was doing a mercy kill. I mean, this deer ain't gonna. We make have it. mercy kills on that board this year. So, so it was. I was going. Sometimes for mer- there's an asterisk next to it if it is a mercy kill. Yeah, was, you have. There's to, one every, up there. Sometimes you have to do. Ethan got a mercy kill doe this year. Matt Spaniel killed a mercy. A, so mercy I'm going. Deer I'm going mercy kill. I clearly have no interest in shooting yeah. this deer. It's just, it's late season. The odds are low, and I decide what the hell I could use the extra meat. So I can see my 20 and my 40 yard pins. They're green, and for whatever reason, my yellow 30 yard pin will not light up. It's just, I can't see it. So I'm like, man, I can take this shot. He's hurting. If I hit him halfway decent, he's, it's probably going to finish him off. So I've kind of put my 20 and my 40 to where I was trying to, I know it's right in the middle. I draw back, I shot and it's, I hear, and I missed and he ran off. I'm in clear miss. So you saw it miss him? Like, did it go? I could tell high? by list. Well, we're gonna get to the fact how I freaking know I missed him. <laughs> so you shot this twice. Is so good. I just, shot twice. Oh, so oh. that first arrow is not the one that uh, you know. No. Okay. So the first arrow just went off in a no man's. Something arrow. happened with neighbor's the first arrow. yard. Probably like killed your neighbor's yeah, snowblowing or something. something. <laughs> <laughs> the trajectory of that arrow landed safely somewhere. Okay. Second yeah. arrow. It's probably in his roof. <laughs> <laughs> Second arrow, I could just tell by the how I hurt. I mean, just that. It just. Yeah, I missed. I could hear it skidding. Skidding across the And I'm just like, I'm beside myself. I'm. I mean, it's not like I've missed a super mature deer and I was like real bent out of shape, but I'm bent out of shape that I've shot five arrows and I've hit one deer this year. Sounds like over three out of my blind. So I don't know. I need to really figure out maybe i need to take a target out and figure out how to shoot out of a blind yeah that, I mean, that that, might that, help. that's not going to be a bad thing whatsoever. so i get out i go up there i just do my due diligence to make sure i didn't hit him which i knew i didn't i start walking back to the house i am frozen and i starting to hear <laughs> and i'm thinking you motherfucking did not and i go <laughs> this is so good and i get up to my 21 foot above ground pool <laughs> and about a foot off the ground is my fucking arrow and, it, and water spewing the, out. 
the chalk pen. Yeah. You're gonna put something on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to be added to. It's got to be added on the board. One of those. So one of them. <laughs> oh god, I have to have the best one up there. So that board is epic this year. Yeah, I'm, it's a good board. I'm thinking this is fucking epic. I mean, I'm I'm having a comical moment yeah. myself. I take a picture of it. I go inside. My wife happened to tr- kind of watch what was going on. She goes, "Did you get him? Did you get him? I saw he was hurt. Was that the one you're after?" I go, oh, yeah, I got him. I got the fucking pool. <laughs> she couldn't. Uh, she could not. She this, was. This she, poetic justice. She was laughing. I mean, she. The best part is your wife will bust your balls about that. Oh, yeah. Worse than we will. Yeah, worse than us. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how. And your brother installs pool liners for like a side job, which is even better. Oh, he already <laughs> put one in that pool and it moved in. He already, him and Brandon well, already the put that one. in. So, I'm thinking, how do I want to deal with this? Do I want to? Do I want to hide this? <laughs> I'm thinking I, I there ain't. There's not a fucking soul that would hear this. Story. Every time you miss something or screw something up, you're like, especially when we're videotaping, you're like, oh shit. Should I just delete that? <laughs> Never tell us. The soul. best part, if Nick does it, it's one of us that's like filming him, and yeah. it's just like. Well, this is kind of what like what Nick was saying. I know for a fact Ethan was going to come over the next weekend to come and watch Gina some football, say something. and Gina was going to tell him. Oh man! That and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, get ahead of it. Tell everybody, you guys ready for this story? And I kind of told him you couldn't even prepare for it, and I kind of oversold it to the point where Caleb actually. Yeah, because guessed like the, what happened, and then I gave the explanation. Because the only thing that could be so bad, they're, you're never gonna guess. I knew he was hunting his house. I was at work, and I was like, I knew he was hunting his house. I'm like, he's like, you're never gonna guess. You will never guess what I did. And instantly, I'm like, oh my god, he shot the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so how how far was the pool from your blind? About 115 yards. Damn, so it just skipped. It across just the skipped snow. across the ground. Well, I mean, that's kind of eye opening. What if it would have been 40 yards to your left? Moving into your deck, into your house, you know what I mean? Like this yard hunting thing. This is this is the seek one effect. This is like these people think, and it's not, there's there's nothing wrong with what you did. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing, but it's you're, I mean you're hunting in these places where like that arrow is going to go somewhere if you miss, especially, especially when you're hunting out of a ground. Yeah, ground like you're hunting Appreciate ground it. level, and you're yeah you you don't think about that shit until it's <laughs> until honestly pool's leaking out. And <laughs> I've had pretty good success with my bow over the course of the time that i've had it and i just felt confident enough that at 30 yards i'm gonna shoot the frick we're all deer, shooting yeah you know? 30 yards is nothing and so i nick guess was, nick shot was what 46 something yeah so my, we something I, two of my closer. bucks were 40 plus you know like it happens so i guess that you know that that's that's the yard hunting story <laughs> i mean you're the best person i know for this time <laughs> so. so i've only given nick so much fuel i have an empty spot on my five-year bet uh, I missed four out of the five shots with my oh, bow. Oh my God. I took his muzzle loader out. Yeah, Nick let. So not only has Nick saved your thousand dollars worth of camo, he let you use his muzzle loader for. Oh my God! If you would have had Nick's muzzle loader that first day, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. No, I'm sure I would have missed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, at the exactly. at the rate of this year, and right, I can't I'm say sure anything because I, I probably would have missed too. My so, my season's going. So I told good. him it was loaded, and it it wasn't even loaded. <laughs> 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 it would have been a cap going off. <laughs> Oh God damn! How funny would that be? Uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He <laughs> oh, so. I've given a lot of fuel. Uh, I 
Well, that's what happens when we, you know, we put this, this, this and this board's tongue in cheek. We have it up here because it's fun, and we've had it for f- three or four years now. But the best part is, once it gets put to print like this board, now it starts to kind of sink in a little bit and get to you. And there's a lot of things we got to add to this board. Like Jay over here with his unimpressive booner and his bear and his elk. We can put that he missed five fucking times with a muzzleloader when he came over to hunt this year. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, none of my misses are up there either, so that's pretty cool. No, it's only funny. <laughs> Freeman's doe's Freeman. not up there yet. The pool buck is. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit. Yeah. It's funny, though. I mean, it's all, it's funny. It's, it is what it is. I mean, I'd love to have that situation gone differently, but what are you going to do about it? I'm just going to take it on the, take it on the cheek. Yeah, I mean, you have and, to. I mean, I mean, how do you think I felt? I, I was slinging lead with a perfect rest on a, in a, with a gun at a, at a great buck, no distractions, and I missed all three of my shots. Like, yeah, an that asshole. First, that first shot was like tree. 60 yards, yeah, maybe. it's just fucking bad. But yeah. It, all, I mean, it happens all, to everyone. It literally happens to everyone. In all reality, I mean, what I'm doing, yes, I'm, I'm yard hunting. I'm not hunting the way I had all season up until gun season. It's not what I – plan yeah. to do it's not what i want well, to do I mean, but sometimes you resort to it's is something it, practical you know we i get home from work i got an hour i got some deer around i try and set up i mean it's really no different some of the guys that we hunt locally here in a big elevated heated blind over 300 pounds of corn the funny part is like well, it's really almost like, just as far from their house i i have a big elevated blind that i could heat and i i, I don't even hunt it yeah. but it's not even so much that you're resorting to it you gotta you gotta hunt where the deer are yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's not your fault that the deer is in your backyard and not over at your your farm or yeah, or yeah. wherever. Because I know these two. If the deer was walking right behind this house, there would be a blind tucked up to the back of the shop. Right. Oh yeah. Now. No the, doubt. The, the funny part is window. There, the the yeah. funny part is there might be deer using. We, we don't. We never run cameras right here behind mm-hmm. the house out of just whatever principle. But like maybe next year, just for the sake of argument, we should start to see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like we could ask the neighbor guy to put a camera down there where he says he's always seeing these huge bucks walk around yeah. and you know, and that's huge buck is, is relative, uh, to, relative the to the saying person it. saying it. So yeah, our neighbor's not a deer hunter. So he says, Oh, there's a huge buck in your backyard eating off my persimmon tree. It could be a six point for all we know, mm. or it could be bird's nest. You know what I mean? Like we <laughs> oh, don't, no. we don't know, you know, which it probably was him. At time it probably two. was his, you know, the best, I don't know if we even talked. I think we briefly covered it in the bird's nest with Gavin, but like our trees up there by the lake, the ones that are in the water, those those uh, birch trees or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the silver barks, they're fucked. They are shredded. And there's some some of those trees are like 24 inches apart. It had to be bird's nest. Little birds. pieces of those trees are going to be mounted in Gavin's house forever because they're still on his antlers. Yeah, yeah. So I was ripping the side by side around today on the South Farm and the our east side border, there is a tree. This yeah. big around, yeah, just right. completely yep. shredded, right by kind of where we had the camera for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. there. And I've there's there's one like the size of a water bottle well, that's twisted off and broken. Well, so bird's that nest was, was definitely from birds. Bird's nest. nest was on that camera, so we had that camera there when we were in. That camera was there when we were in. Indiana, yeah, that was one of the first nest ones crushing it. Bird's nest made Wild Time TV their their podcast, their Wild Time TV talk show or whatever Wild Time talk show. Bird's nest made their logo, so I mean yeah. that's pretty cool. And we're going to try to get them guys on next week. Yeah, to talk about Sometimes soon to talk about their podcast because they started a podcast, which is uh, – that would be cool to have multiple of these outlets available. And we're, like, officially in the off-season. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 guest time. But speaking of off-season, uh, let's stay with hunting for now before we get into sports talk. 
and I, I, me and Nick are probably the only ones that have listened to it, but uh, Hunter, which is talked about a lot on our, we, we, we reference Hunter a lot because it's one of the bigger podcasts that our type of people listen to. They had Waddell on recently, and everyone knows Michael Waddell. He's he's one of the fucking five Mount Rushmore's of deer hunting and social media, TV hunting, all that. They had him on, and he was talking about, you know, it was a, I liked it. It was a good podcast. Oh, yeah. And they talked about the hunting industry, the evolution, and this and that. And there's a lot of things that came up that he talked about. And one of them was he, he, he went straight to the point and brought up, you know, everyone who runs a YouTube channel like us says that, that you, know, we'll, we'll, you know, we come out, we come on very strong about not having any sponsorships. You know, we can talk about the things that we want to talk about true to our heart. Our content is our content. We're not, we're not persuaded by any outside influences to talk about anything. Like there's no one that's influenced influencing us to talk about anything on the show but like he like, i'll use the exact terminology that he used if hoyt shows up and hands us eight bows and 20 grand yeah we're doing it you know what i mean like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like are, are we all becoming hoyt guys and you know half of us are hoyt guys but there's matthews guys in here too but if if literally if i got a, if i got a text nick and say listen i know you have a brand new matthews phase four you shot one time and killed that 150 inch buck but hoyt just offered us free bows and 20 grand you're getting whatever bow you want. That might oh. have to happen, right? Like oh, we, we're, yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. We talked about it on the last pack, podcast with Aaron. Yeah, it's like your first light shows up, and says, "Here you go." Yeah, everyone gets okay. everyone gets a suit and ten thousand dollars. We're probably going to be sponsored by First Light, brought to you by Meat Eater, Steven. You know, but like, but that's one of the things he talked about too. Why he's a lone wolf and solo because it makes the companies easier to sponsor him. And he's because they only need to give. One set of clothes, one yeah. bow, one. And, this. That's and why this is staying. in reference to our last podcast. If you want to listen to it, as a one man band, it's very easy for him to pick and choose companies, endorsements. You know, we're we're a officially a four man band, but we have ten guys on the wagon. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, if if a company would come to us and offer something, it would have to work for all ten of us because Nick has content that he can bring and Freeman has content that he can bring and Cassick has content that he can bring. And then the Alex whole, has the whole content gore he can bring. thing too. That's gore. We, we, yeah. Gore provides us so much that we'd have to inf- outfit them. And, you know, a, a, a group like us, which is a, a big group of guys with a similar goal. It's a little bit harder than one man band getting a complete free camo suit every single year. But yeah. we're also not in it for that. No, right. we're not in it for it either. <clears throat> and that's but, what you but guys But twenty grand about. can go real far on all our farms. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Twenty grand could get Ryan a camera outfit, and it could do a lot of things for guys. New you liner know? for his bull. Exactly. Well, and that's what when Aaron, you know, you guys talked about it with him. You know, obviously for the people that listen, it's what is your goal? Now we're in a position where. That's not a, that's not our goal. Yeah, our goal is so to go to work, of, come home on the weekend, and then come here, shoot a deer, hang out, drink some beer, drink some bourbon, watch some football, go back to our houses, eat dinner with our wives, go to bed. Like our goal is just to fucking have fun, right? Yeah. But if someone just if fun. someone came to you know SBO with the idea that they like what we do and they want to try and sponsor us with something like that. If that were to happen, yeah. then that's the best case scenario because you have nothing to lose. You're doing what you want to do and you can have that option. Right. So, I mean, not trying to pursue and we those sponsorships. You know, we, we haven't had those opportunities, but, but can I, the, I, I, I hate to interrupt here. Don't go ahead. But we are watching Luke <laughs> right now. Get, get ready to go hunting. Dylan and, Dylan and Luke swapped. 
complete yeah. fucking lives. Yeah. Right. Dylan quit. Dylan quit. Here is Luke. What is what is it? Luke. Jan- January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's already got a one, what a one forty six on the wall. January twentieth. Yeah. That he killed with up. his bow from a hanging bang with no bait. I mean, he fucking did it like a man. And here he is. He has no reason to hunt. He's over. The, he just got done ice fishing. He's all going day. Yeah. He ice fished all day today. He was sitting in that little hut. I went and checked on him three times to make sure he didn't die of carbon monoxide. You know, the great thing is he's the only one of us that can grow a beard. And there he I is know. doing manly. Yeah, there he Giant is. Giant blonde beard. Yeah. No. Doing manly shit. Man, he's 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 really gone up in the roster because he, oh, he, yeah. he was. And the, the best part for Luke was Ethan came home and we realized he's not dumb. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. He. He he kept hunting when Dylan quit. Usually it's the other way. So Luke took a step forward on that. Yeah. He proved to us that he is not the dumbest Simon because no. Ethan took that that fucking yeah. Ethan came home with one title. I should watch just my shader. Luke, get go get him, Luke. God damn. But yeah, so like the logistics, you know, back to what we were talking about, the logistics of trying to outfit us with sponsorships would not work we are there's no way we're, we're kind of unsponsorable unless well, it was yeah. like bush and, and here we are we're sitting we're here drinking miller light and stella's yeah, yeah. And, and you know really this it's is a, a bush light podcast but guess what ethan didn't fucking buy any bush light this week so the the we all we have is remnant beer that isaac's father-in-law future father-in-law got got us in this refrigerator we got stella's and miller's and cores and, cores. Yeah. and yeah. some fruity tutti drinks i also didn't drink any of the bush light that was in there so that ain't my problem we do have a good bourbon selection always. Yeah. Though, so Speaking of bourbon, that. I started a uh, Infinity Bottle, and they're currently drinking it. Oh, that's the Infinity Bottle? That's why it tastes so I was so wondering good. why it didn't. T- <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I was not supposed to drink well, this. You're no. supposed to I put it told, in a different you, bottle. I told you that I have empty you glass bottles. You got label it. <laughs> right. Or you get a fucking decanter. So what's it's in It's Elijah here? Craig Toasted Barrel and Buffalo Trace. Oh, not bad. No wonder it's And so it's good. gone. Actually, the bu- actually, I'm not going to lie to you. The piggyback six-year is better than what's in that. That's mm. debatable. That whistle pig six year was better than what's in that bottle. Yeah, mm. I'm telling you, I'm drinking it right now. It's better. Anyways, yeah, we're not gonna have a. Bur- we should have a bourbon podcast. We can. Time, we got. Yeah. Do we have? We got to do fifty two of these a year. That's true. I Sponsorships. Can the goods. Sponsorships. As nice as it would be, and Waddell Waddell talks about this because he doesn't like having to do. Oh, brought to you, you know, Bone Collector. Brought to you by. You know, redpushbroom.com. This thing is fucking cool. But he did it, and then he got to a position where he was able to choose and partner with the best of whatever. Well, you know, Hoyt Bows, yeah, Chevy you, Truck. You, you know, like you watch these guys yeah, start, and there's so many companies that are willing to sponsor people, but they're also in the same boat where they're trying WTF to get in. WTF Camo is the perfect they're, example. You know, they're trying to get the, get into the industry too, and it's like. I, I'm a very critical person. If it if it fucking sucks, yeah, I, I'm I'm screaming at the top of the mountain. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. It and sucks. we've changed our tune before too. We've had things we've loved and then gone to hate. Yeah, and we've had things we've hated and gone to love. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, I still can't believe you I, shoot a Matthews. To be honest, but I still believe in it. <laughs> yeah, I shoot a Matthews too. Yeah, I kind of hated it. Yeah, you missed year, a whole so. shit ton of elk and and all kinds of sh- mule deer and Nick over no, here had I, to I, blow I up on missed, him twice. Yeah, I missed a mule deer once too. Not this year though, but. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame the one on me. I still take blame on that. Whether okay. I should or not. Well, after my blind hunt, well, it I worked. Might be it actually worked out because you let a stud live by by your bow blowing up. You let a seven by six, three or four year old, we yeah. don't know, live and killed a five or six year old one fifty. I mean, oh, fuck. It, it worked. It worked. It, it worked, worked out, out like but, beautifully. Yeah, I'm but not, we didn't know it at the time. I'm not mad about what happened. No, but it would just it'd be hard to accept 
bullshit sponsors. And yeah, and I have products. I have a hard time with that because we are you know we are nobodies, but at the same time we're growing. And, we're, we're and I would feel hard in yep. my soul if we accept if we accepted a bullshit sponsor because we would we would we would hate ourselves for that. Yeah, 100%. we would hate ourselves. Well, there's no way we could do it because we don't have we don't rely on you know unlike Aaron Olson and unlike Michael Waddell we don't rely on this for anything. This is all just if this sucks we're not going to do it. Well, the the. Obvious answer is this costs us a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This costs, <laughs> if we didn't like to do this, we would make a lot more money. Yeah, this costs us money, and we only will line up with things that we really like. Yeah. And th- th- this is not for our livelihood, unlike those guys. So they have to play some games. And Waddell talked about it. Aaron Olson talked about it. You have to play some games. We don't gotta play shit. No, mm-hmm. we can do whatever you know? we want. The and it's only- not like sponsors are bre- breaking our doors down. We get the every day we get the obvious Amazon. I'm gonna send you a fucking six cameras that are you know all you know, we I don't even read those emails because China you know China like we're not doing that shit. But we've had some better companies come at us Bushnell and stuff and try, but it, the 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 commitment wasn't there. It just doesn't fit. It wasn't there. Doesn't what camera did you guys smash on video? Like you recorded yourself smashing. He smashed a taxi camera. Yeah, I would do it to every one of them. <laughs> Every guy that's on Facebook saying, oh, Tacticamps are the best, you haven't bought any others because they suck. We're going to have one of the guys that works in Tacticam corporate on this podcast here soon. Oh, that'd be excellent. Yeah, Pat's going to be on here eventually. We'll get him on. But there, and to be fair, and the camera, I wish I wish you wouldn't smash that camera. I, I'm happy that you did for the sake of argument, but like those original Tacticams actually weren't that bad. I got one in the woods right now. It's the worst fucking camera I own. Where's it even at? Still rolling. It's, at the, it's, it's, at number two. Okay. Is it even as dead, I'm assuming? It's, it's doing this, the usual tactic. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's alive because it only <coughs> sends a picture every five it takes. Yeah. So it, it doesn't transmit. So it's, it's We'll so get good. those guys. My we will get are to, still chugging. I we'll, figured out why mine weren't sending. They weren't dead. What's I changed, wrong? I changed my card so they weren't, like, paid for. Oh, well, what because the new, fuck? New, I was new, wondering. New year, new credit card. I went in there and, like, oh, you're thinking Because it doesn't show it on the app. It just shows no pictures. And you didn't, unless you got the email saying. So you didn't tell me that. So I'm your, like, your you're, you're telling me the camera was. I figured it out yesterday. Nick's had this. So I'm going to be a devil's advocate. Nick's had this problem with Spartan forever. What? You have some cameras that for whatever reason on Spartan's app, they keep dropping. You'll have your cameras dropped off the Spartan app. And we'll be like so fucking pissed because we know it's on a hot scrape in yeah. October. And we'll go check it. The battery's full and the memory card's got bucks. And it, it was yeah. dropping off your plan but for some reason. I think. The one year we changed uh we changed banks and I forgot to Yeah. Because I've acquired so many Spartans that it I need to take them all out of the woods and put them all onto group. You plans. need to and put them on like one. You know what you need to do? And Tyler doesn't listen to podcasts, so he'll never hear this. But what you need to do is take all Tyler's podcasts or to all his Spartans and and add them to your plan and just send him a Venmo monthly. Just send him a fucking vet. Or, Ty, Tyler paying for paying for three cameras is all I get out of him. I, I know, get, but I didn't like, even get batteries. From you him. should. What you should do with Tyler is just take all his shit from him and then send him a monthly Venmo to Kristen and have her just click it and send it. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like that way, yeah, no. that that's the way to do it. Yeah. But yeah, that's why my reels weren't working. I got a new credit card. You know, New Year. So they it. should be working now. They're working now. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I fixed it all yesterday. You said the batteries are good. I'm like, dude, there's no way there's been no pictures on this camera for 24 hours. That's you know. Did it yeah, give you some kind of notification when you logged in? That no. The only the only thing that it would have told me is I wasn't getting like the bill from Tacticam. But the app doesn't always work 
like with the internet. You get there's only certain things you can do on the app that you can't do if you log on a computer. I didn't. I mean, I had I've never logged in on the tactic game on the computer, so I wouldn't know. But a uh, couple other things from the Waddell podcast before we get into sports. He talks about putting out an act, and I, I I can confidently say that we don't put on any acts here because we're just we're too stupid for that. We're not actors, but like. You know, there he 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 alludes to hunting celebrities that put on an act in front of the camera, and it does well. Do you you know? Are I, I guess what I'm asking is, it is. Are it, we a fan of that or not? It, you know, a guy like Tim Wells. Yeah, yeah. We like Tim Wells, but he he has a Bigfoot encounter on his fucking you know YouTube. Yeah. That's part. And that's he's part got of his thing. and he's got this this shtick, you know. So it is a little bit weird in today's society that people like when there's an act being put on because not to call out thp but that is all an act like the yeah, goofiness well, the non-swearing the non-drinking the blah 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 all that it's all pc for yeah they YouTube. had to the, they do all, that their, all their editing is probably to church it up and it, it literally is kinda, to church it up they had to edit the video so that they don't get fuck god and they have actually included swear words in their videos that are muted but like and it, it we're is, all hunters it is we've weird. all been in the industry we know what it's like to do this do that and well, we know what real people are like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just no That's real way. Pe- yeah. Do you ever notice that Aaron's draw will get deeper sometimes when you t- when he's, like, talking? Like, he'll throw a little more twang into it? Because I noticed that. Yeah, and that's that's changed over time. It's it's a little Hollywooded, and I can't believe yeah. people actually like that. No, and nowadays, especially on YouTube. It's different well, if you're watching a movie or a show or look something. Look at Chris Brackett. I mean, he was the well, ultimate actor. And obviously, like, Wad- character, Waddell was obviously aiming that question towards Chris Brackett, who called him out on his. You know, when he when Brackett was on Hunter, he was calling Waddell out. So then Waddell's like, "I don't put on an act. I'm just me." There was friends, and he talks about how like early on there was friends that called him out for putting on an act, and he changed back. That bracket podcast, I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna have to side. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to lean towards Team Waddell and less Team Bracket on that. You know what I mean? Like I can't. That was. Well, I think you could spend five minutes watching either content and make that decision. But you said yourself. as a kid you loved it. Yeah, because I was a 12 year old kid shooting my bow in the backyard, and he's shooting arrows through PVC pipe and shit, spiked hair, gay. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah I mean, I, I feel you on that, but. And then the last thing, my computer died, but I got it memorized. The last thing that Waddell talks about that I want to bring up, and it, it, this is a perfect for this group. Is it harder to save to work, save up money, buy property, or, and or manage property, and do everything on your own 80 to 100 acres than it is to become just a pure public land hunter? For us, the answer is easy because there's no public land here. We can't fucking hunt public land here. There's literally none. There's one. And it's tiny and it's not, it's a bird release program and fishing spot. It's not for deer hunting. So we don't have the option to even hunt public land here. You only have to hunt private. And Waddell talks about like these guys that hunt, and I agree with him and I loved it. These guys that hunt public and shoot a buck think that they are above people that are buying and managing and shooting out of a redneck blind. Like you have a a bigger buck Mm -hmm. and they think they're above him. And he's like, I don't think that's true because that motherfucker who works provides for his family and buys land, puts his own money into that land, is doing a lot more for the deer herd than some guy who buys a, a license and then runs all over God's green earth trying to find a buck on public land and shoots the first 120-inch three-year-old that he sees. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know what I mean? I think like, some of this is going to wear off, some of the allure of, I well, shot my thing on 
public land because it, it's, it's yeah. wearing off right now because it, the public Nick's, Nick's been making raped. this argument for years. Yeah. Public yeah. land's getting raped well, right now. You know, if we had big public land around here, I would hunt it. Oh fuck! Because yeah. we I, would I, all I, hunt it. I I don't get married to a spot no. ever. So you like, killed your last two bucks have been killed at two different farms. Yeah. So in every last year, this year, over the last four years, I've hunted primarily four different farms. So if I yeah. had a big piece of public land that I could go and and locally go to and scout and run cameras on. I would do that because we have it, zero. It's all here. about seeking out there, the buck. There's fucking you know? nothing here. But when you say you have five properties and you're targeting a specific class animal, yeah. if if you don't have it on that five properties, then you're you don't just, have it. You don't have it. But if you got, you know, ten thousand acres of public land, there's going to be something. On yeah, it, yeah. We, we we proved that we proved that alone by our trips that we've all taken here in this group in the last five years and trail cameras we've run on public. I can go throw a random trail camera up in public, and we can get 150 inch bucks on camera. We've done it. Well, we've gone into public land and killed 120 inch bucks. Yeah, yeah. I like think- like first day, like it's nothing. I- and and that's not downplaying public because these are some like this buck right here. This is some of the best shit that we have, and it's some of the best trips we ever had, and we fucking love it. But to say that that to to kill this deer as as hard as finding that 150 on your limited acreage and killing it. I'm with Waddell on this one. I, I think it, it – and Nick has been saying this for a long time, and we've gone back and forth on it. But I do think it's harder to find that true five, four, five, six-year-old 140, 150, 160-inch buck and kill it than it is to go in public and kill this. Oh, yeah. Well, Isaac I, killed this in yeah, one Yeah, day. what are you talking about? We drove there. I set up my stand and shot him the next morning. It's not like there was no difficulty And some of these, like, some of these yeah, hardcore all, YouTube blowhards, this is – this is like the goal. This is fucking holy yeah, shit. Yeah, the only difficulty it was was finding that property, finding where I was going to set up, doing all that shit. And that was on the computer beforehand. Yeah. That yeah. was the only difficulty there was. No, that's... That, and Doug that, did it too. Isaac's yeah. not the only one yeah. in the group. It, it, Doug did it. It's a sweet accomplishment. I'm like, I'm not trying to discredit but it. It's, it's our coolest mouth. It's but completely different. If you, if you took out baiting on private land... Yeah, sixty percent of the hunters are fucked. Well, because forty-five yeah. percent of them are going to keep doing it. Yeah, well, forty. But if there's no baiting at all, say yeah. you had no baiting at all, what crutch do you have on public land versus private land? Because you don't. You no, know, it's 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 either the deer's there, or it's not, and and that's what makes private, places like Iowa great. Yeah, you just you're so limited on these, especially here where most chunks are under. 30 acres yeah like ryan ryan's backyard would his only chance would be to kill that early morning buck leaving his bedding area in the Mm pre-rut otherwise right now ryan without being able to put out corn he's going to see a couple deer skirt the field edge and that's it well so here's the end easily yeah end all right here so me and you we we primarily just hunt around you know our farms yeah and people you know make fun of us you know where's your 160s where's your 170s when was the last time a 160 stepped foot on the properties we hunt at all Think about it. Name yeah. one. If you if you use 160 as the crux, it's been <laughs> – he was 160 before he broke. 2017 he Yeah, died. but we were never hunting him when he wasn't broke. Right. So, like, I mean, they're just not there. And not, Luke's not, killed, not that the Luke deer, killed a 200 on this property, but that was And not that the deer can't be there that we don't know about, but a deer that we've known about over 160 No, inches. no. So, like, I'll be the devil's advocate. I have, I'm reeling back on that. Fucking these drones – like the, we've talked about drones last. There's there's not a deer that we don't know about. 
that's been proven with the drones. Well, there's not a deer that you don't know about because of the communication with all the people that are hunting. Yeah. In and the drone. The drone went up during gun season and found every buck. So I we're not. Well, let's not talk there about the drones nothing. too much because we're going to do a drone podcast. Yeah, yeah. Soon. We'll, we'll relay it back. Well, I'm just drones, saying. But... I mean, if you take the drones out of it, just the communication between everybody yeah. that you know in the area and all and these we've properties. Gained, we have gained a lot of communication over yeah, the last I mean, year, which is nice. Now, if some of these people might hide that 180, 190 inch buck. Luke has been circling. I know. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's going hunting, but I'm not sure. He's putting a backpack All right, on. He's right going. Now. He's going. All right. Now he's out. He's finally going out. But somebody could potentially limit the exposure or to a smaller group of friends. Like Nick would never tell me if he had 190 inch I didn't buck. tell you about a deer over 106 ish. <laughs> Not one. So but I knew about them, and there wasn't anything hidden. So another, devil, another devil's advocate here thing. People always say, like, you see these giant bucks get shot, you know, 170s, the 200-inch deer that people talk about on the podcast and stuff. <coughs> and let's bring up C.J. Alexander. He's like, oh, I never saw this deer before, shot him, blah, blah, blah. Well, come to find out that there's some foul play involved and people yeah, knew about this deer. a shit ton of people knew about that deer. So, so it kind of, when people shoot these giant 220-inch bucks that they've never seen before, how true are their stories? If they've been running trail cameras, if the neighbors all been running trail cameras, and I'd have been to running. see the properties because I know if you go west of here, big farm country, it, true, it true big farm country, a deer can step out of a fence row and look two miles, and that you know here you can't see two hundred yards. So there's so much terrain in those two miles here as compared to mm-hmm. out west, and then you go Kansas, you know, who knows. I, I and can't here speak we have with that we have shit. so many hunters, so many cell cams. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm. I talked to you know we our group of people is so connected with with others, and then we and then the drones come in, and not to bring the drones, but the drones come in. Like, there's not a random giant bug hiding anywhere. It's just not. We'd see it. We'd get it. Someone would get a trail camera picture that would spill. Yeah, we know about. It. So, we, not to bring up secret deer, but we had a big deer on one of our properties one time. We're like, oh, secret deer, blah, blah, blah. Turns out other people have been hunting this deer for years and years, and they've got trail camera pictures of it. Which deer are you talking about? Ratbuck? Yeah. (laughs) You know what the funny thing is? I'll tell you now, because your season's about over, Freeman, but you're more in the wheelhouse on Ratbuck than you can even imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Well, not that I forgot. No, I think he knows. Because of talking with Bob Toth, maybe. Like the one day you were sitting out there, and you're like, there's a huge buck. I, I... I text Caleb. I'm like, he's looking at rat buck right now. Yeah. So like your property where you hunt is closer to rat bucks wheelhouse than what Nick hunts. Yeah. So don't say roads or cities no, or I'm names, not. but, just, no, but I, that deer is that well, side. We talked, of, I kind of talked, I think I mentioned to you or asked you something about it not too long ago where I said with blank number two, farm number two, that yeah. it's pretty close to, I think where we, I'm hunting. We think farm there. number two is his like tippy. Well, his, For the his most part, his far south, perimeter. South, most. South edge. South edge. So that yeah. puts his north edge and, right in your and wheelhouse. So, like, we've yeah. gone back and forth. This is a famous deer amongst our people. You guys are all watching. They're like, rat buck, who gives a fuck? And you shouldn't. But, but we, we have to be careful because there's so many hunters and know about all these deer and blah, 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 Apparently, blah. according to Luke, that deer isn't as broke up and fucked up as he originally thought. And yep. he's still potentially alive and just... Potentially 100, a 200-inch deer. I'll let you know. 200-inch deer. I've never seen him. I have people in between with multiple cams that share and provide with me. So oh, maybe know. he's isolated to just a little bit. Well, as they get older, up. Bill Winky, as they get older, they shrink. Their and range and these deer's ranges aren't circles. 
They could yeah. be L shaped. They could they literally could be, be shaped, shaped like a they fucking. They could be giant moon shaped. Well, yeah. he, he could move four miles over here, and this is just where he's at. Yeah, you know, next year. That that his, week his that we had the Rat Buck week. The, so Rat Buck mm-hmm. week. No one. Uh, we've never talked about it in a. Vi- we don't we need have to. Never talked about it in a video. No, we can we can we can get in a little bit. Sure. Why not? We've never talked about it in a video or a podcast or any social media post. We have never talked about this. It was last year. Yeah. Last, last year, Thanksgiving morning, I believe that was last year. Yeah. It was last year. Time last flies, year, but time's also it, slow. It was like uh, that. Feels like five years I ago. I think it was Thanksgiving well, morning because we well, were gone. I think when he originally showed up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we Thanksgiving were morning. So yeah, we were in West Virginia. Virginia. No. Well, it, no, the it, incident. No, but we'll talk. We gotta yeah. go from the beginning. I'll. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. So Nick can, it's Nick's story. To I tell. got. I got the first picture in the daylight. The week of Thanksgiving or leaving. Fucking leading up to it. Super daylight. Oh, it was like ten in the morning. 10 in the morning, just prowling. And then. Giant, uh, for the record. We'll call it fucking giant. So, I. I World uh, class, bigger, same size as that. I shared some pictures. Huge. And um, Freeman leaked it. No, the, the story goes way more. You. I he got didn't me. leak it till after. You had the daylight pictures, started to formulate a plan. We came back from West Virginia, did some things to try to get on this buck. We had a so, situation where you were hunting, and he showed up at a different farm right after daylight. That was so. I got the pictures before Thanksgiving. The first, the first initial pictures started getting before Thanksgiving. F- the whole leak thing happened Thanksgiving morning. Okay. The Friday after. Uh, That's when we got the great videos, is which when, I've never been able to share. God is damn when the it! I got these videos of a hundred ninety inch buck. Fucking smoking still alive. a scrape. So he's still alive. So you don't... Smoking a scrape. Oh. Five videos. Perfect videos. Never been allowed to share. Is that all, Nick is is that not, all I get? Nick has never been allowed to share. Nick has not allowed me to share me? these videos. No, no, they're never getting shared. No, I'm but. just wondering if that's all I get on that because it's not that cut and dry. Well, you, you so tell it. the story. You don't have to worry about logistics too much because people don't so give a shit. So it was, it was Thanksgiving morning. You know, I'm just enjoying the parade with my kids. You know? I'm just, <laughs> he pulls this I, bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm he was enjoying... drinking beer at his dad's shop. He I, I, ain't sitting no, there with I, his I'm, kids. I'm sitting there with my kids Thanksgiving morning watching the parade, and here comes Walker. Here comes Walker posting a picture of it in our group chat with him and all the All guys. cropped. He cropped everything but uh, the deer. He cropped everything but the deer. So that left two people in question. Is either going to be Dylan or is it going to be Frank? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were all exonerated because we were out of cell phone service <clears throat> when this happened. So as I'm sharpening the bayonet on the end of my gun, go after <laughs> Freeman finally cracks and comes through because he's no, sleeping. No, he was sleeping. Yeah. yeah, he was sleeping. He and and you know in the end he he just got got on the shit list. Have you? Th- this is a great. We we can actually make a podcast in the future about this. But like, who do you tell about your shooter bucks? You know, because there's gonna we be, have a there's lar- gonna be a lot of people that say no. We we have our group is funny because we have our huge group and then our immediate friends, which some of them are snakes, and then a massive community of people outside of that that could also be snakes. So like, information is de- delved layer deep. We have a lot of hunting acquaintances. But you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. Yeah, we're and fucked. A couple of those guys you cannot even pick up. We're fucked because we've lived here for a hundred years. Yeah. So yeah. people know where we're at, and then they know by extension where Nick is at. And uh-huh. then if word gets out that he's got a hundred eighty inch buck in daylight, it's you know it's trouble. It gets, so it's I will trouble. say, without taking all that rug burn to the face right now, <laughs> no, you've taken enough today. Pools and I <laughs> woke up on Thanksgiving morning 
which I have a traditional shoot that I always go to. It's the first time in my life I did not go. I was so incredibly hungover. Yeah, because Thanksgiving Day Eve is a big we did drinking. A, that's a big drinking thing. Yes. I think it's around the country. But I don't know. Specifically yeah. here, we've been doing it. It was the first time I had a bunch of friends at our house because we got too old. We're like, fuck going to the bar. I don't want to go to a goddamn crowded bar. Got a bunch of bourbon at the house. We got all fucked up. You drink bourbon? No, never. So I woke up. I don't know what time it was. It was pretty late in the morning, if not the like early afternoon. It was probably <laughs> early <laughs> afternoon. And there no, is it was close to noon. There is probably the biggest amount of unread messages I've ever seen in anything in my life. And I'm going through this like, this is going to be fun. It's, oh, shit. we're all getting uh, <laughs> and, Oh, yeah. It's like when you send a text message to the wrong so person. At this point, Dylan is probably He's saying. taking the heat. Dylan's well, taking the heat. Well, Dylan was did. taking some heat, but Dylan, I think. Because you know, Dylan and Matt's relationship is tight and right. it's close and they've been friends for a and long so time. And so Dylan's taking it on. I also woke up to text from Pavlik <laughs> saying. You're going to out him? Yeah. yeah. I already did. <laughs> yeah. He knows that. Yeah. Yeah. I told him. He texted me. He goes, no one, no proof. No one knows. Never tell. Don't tell the <laughs> truth. Whatever. Snakes. And I, text, Snakes in the I grass. texted him back and said, no, I'm just going to tell them what happened. And me and him were having a conversation about Mark Zakis. <laughs> I'll name, drop a name that keeps popping up. up. We're yeah. gonna name drop. I it's nothing. It's nothing against Mark about him missing this buck, a buck. And I thought it his was neighbor, this deer. His neighbor killed it. And we, I had exchanged a picture about him missing this buck, and I didn't. I had a miscommunication. Didn't mean to leak this photo. Nick's taking it drastically to heart, and I understand why. But it was unintentional, and I owned up to it immediately. I will admit I mean, you, you, you did, did. you did own up. To so it. I mean, he was pinned up against a wall. <laughs> I mean, I well, it was like a he scared was, rat. He was passed out against the wall like this. Yeah, yeah. The problem so. was he was sleeping this whole time while uh, tempers are brewing, and we thought maybe he was just ignoring us. Oh yeah. Well, I'll be an asshole. Nick can yell at me later. That fucking buck's still alive. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, really I really fucking big. I mean, no, no one in our group's gonna do anything like that intentionally. So I mean, obviously, the hope was to at least. Get him on camera and just didn't happen. No, so we we like, ran cameras like assholes this year and it did. Is his shed sitting out here or is it sitting up there? It's up there. Yeah. There is a sh- Isaac found so Isaac found his shed. You know, it can be debated amongst experts whether it's his shed, but I know it is because I don't is, forget. Is it deer. up there? I used it as a rat in the yard. Yeah, you did use a rat in the yard. His shed's up here somewhere <laughs> from years ago, and it was a nice, solid four year old oh, buck shed. You know, he's, he's got that middle. sweet split G two yeah, or G four action. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. fair. Here. Here. You guys watching? Oh, oh he's. Oh, <laughs> oh, did you make on. that a rattling set? Yeah. You is that your big here. pair? Yeah, that big, came hey, big bucks. <laughs> I'm know? just going to take all of them. Here they are. There's a whole shit ton of antlers, and somewhere in there is his shed. It's right here. This yeah. is, That's this is the, the rat buck. Yep. And that was his, I would say, three or four year old antler. Mm-hmm. 2019, 2020 ish. This deer is old as shit. He's, a He's got split tines everywhere and junk and heavy mass. His brow tines are insane. It don't matter because he's so, we, hey, we have on. no chance of killing him. Hold on. Let's, let me just say one more thing about that. Didn't Luke get caught that same day sharing photos? He did, but he, he did and then redeemed himself because he's – He was getting photos. He was getting photos. He wasn't really uh, sharing. Yeah, and if, they're, if, those, if his friends are listening, I'm sorry. You know, we're – It is what Luke it is. Totally he's my brother. We're happy. He's my brother. So. No one's yeah. listening. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah. So luckily our na- our audience is national and not local. So I did want to back up on just one thing, if I could. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there's no to, rules. Just to back back up on like you were saying, their patterns can be whatever. So yeah, the deer shape. that the deer that you missed, 
uh, this year. <coughs> two year, two miles. He went. I was gonna say I didn't. Um, Austin get pictures of him like far north east of there. Who's Austin? Bates. Yeah, but yeah, that property's not as far as you think. Is it? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is it not as far as I think it is? Because I was told, I and I'm trying my hardest to just what we're talking not about. say name. I'll show you exactly. I know Megatron, and I know the pictures, but Austin's not the one who got pictures. Tate is. Well, I th- well, the the best I think video they, I got, I got. That video is awesome. Right it makes him look so is he not traveling as far as he is? We think he is. Like no, he's he saying, is. it's not no, as far. Or is that deer freaking traveling? No, he's so traveling. So if you're talking about Austin getting pictures, yeah. I never saw or heard that he did. Oh, I, he, I remember now. I if rem- he yeah, did, it's, it's, it's only a couple hundred yards yeah. from there. Okay. it's close, real close. So but here's it's the, not close to where he missed him. No, 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 two miles. It, it, where Austin's getting pictures of him would be two point two, two point three. That deer that he missed was back. Two miles within five days. Yeah, and was, he within five days he was already back. Yeah, he's the perfect category. So, like my biggest buck a deer we call Traveler. We call him Traveler because I'd get a picture, and then a mile away the Grays would get a picture, and then Bob would get a picture a mile away. You know that deer in the same night. Same night. Moving. Yeah. So these deer are moving miles in a night. They're four year olds. Four, three, four, five year olds. Maybe not five, maybe maybe four. I'm not a deer biologist, but the deer in that age group, they're like us when we were 20. I mean, we'd go to the ends of the earth to find fucking pussy. I still would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like We'd go to the <laughs> ends of the fucking earth to find pussy. My and those deer, those I'm deer, gonna play that for my wife. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Desperation. You do have. You do. Have, <laughs> you do have. I'm not gonna give it away. <laughs> but and, and and we think about these deer moving around like three miles, two miles. It it's takes nothing. one stray dog to run a buck off three miles in 20 minutes. Yeah, or some These deer can run a mile in five minutes. Oh, yeah. Isaac ran 13 miles on Old Mill Road. In two hours. Right. Two hours. Isaac Simon. Isaac Simon. That fat, fat fuck over there. <laughs> he ran 13 miles on Old Mill Road in the summertime. In less than two hours. He had a girlfriend. These deer don't. Yeah, so what, could, <laughs> I mean, so what could a buck do? It could run 10 miles in an hour if it wanted to. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. 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 Well, you were. But we forget about that. Long time ago, at my old in-laws' property, where I was hunting. That thirteen. It was thirteen miles. You were I had a picture that you. A deer I, I had. You had. I had a picture of a buck. I, I I am still convinced, and he fits the mold even more perfectly. He's a two-year-old. Okay. I had a buck on my property, and Freeman had a buck on his in-laws' property. Thirteen miles away, the racks were identical, and they weren't. It wasn't a typical. It wasn't like a. An, a it wasn't a eighty-inch eight point. He had weird forward-facing tines and like a curvy brow tine. Thirteen miles apart. I swear it's the same deer. It doesn't matter because we can't prove well, it. Well, yeah, you never know. We got the pictures, and that's it. But I could try to find it. But piss break. Jesus. Of SBL. That's all it is. It yeah, is. but that does, it has to be. Otherwise, we're just a bunch of assholes. Yeah, still a bunch of assholes. So we talked about this before. This is a uh, entertainment we, podcast, not an educational podcast. And there's a post on the mobile hunting page on live? Facebook. Yeah, we're live. That no, said, never. I hate all these dudes that think they're experts that haven't killed a big buck in three years. It's just yeah. funny. Cause yeah, so I saw that. There. So shout out fucking mobile all right, we're getting, hunters. We're getting back into it. So this kind of will just... We'll kind of chop in here. So if anybody, after our pee break, we're starting again. But we've already been talking for a minute. So like there was, yeah, like you said, there was a pod, there was a post on the mobile hunters, the mobile hunters Facebook group uh, about how all these guys that don't kill bucks are running podcasts. So 
at first I was like, mm. but at the end of the day, that that's not really about us because we have killed bucks. Mm-hmm. But and, but they are talking about people like us because some some people can't stand being bombarded by new things. You know, they want to listen to. This is no knock on these guys. They want to listen to the Southern Outdoorsman. They want to listen to you know these podcasts, which is great educational info. Yeah, we're and, not going to be. That's that. not what we're doing. We're never going to be that. If we're, you want, if you're here for education, we will have some cool tips and tricks podcasts here and there. But like, we're here for entertainment. Yeah, we're here. Like, our our insight is only going to apply to people that hunt Northeast Ohio and take a week to travel to one or two states. It does get frustrating though when you're watching these posts and these podcasts and everybody's talking about. Oh, hunt this funnel and blah blah blah. When they haven't killed bucks in years, like they're trying to teach us without their credentials, yeah. basically. And we've all our deer have been killed in so many different ways. You know yeah. what? I, you know what I hate is the mobile hunting fad in general. I know you do. I fucking hate it because you know what? Mobile hunting wouldn't even be a thing without cell cameras. Yeah. It, until you had right. real life knowledge, real time knowledge of what was happening in the woods, nobody gave a shit. Nobody. Th- gave a shit about saddles or being mobile or anything but now that you can sit at home you get a picture of a buck on the far east side of your property and you're like oh the wind's good i'm gonna take my my mobile setup and i'm gonna go move over there before that everybody had their 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 right. presets you'd go check your old cell cam your, your old cameras you would know what happened the last two weeks and you'd be like fuck mm-hmm. all my stands are in the wrong spot well in and the, the reason cell cameras made mobile hunting popular I'll, and I'll agree with you because when we hunted public land before public land hunting was cool as kids, because that was just what we did. We went with the Horners and them. We'd see all these like grown into the tree stands that people were hunting that had been in places forever. And they're not, they're not changing the position of the stand. They're just hunting public land in a good spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not, and, the, and this is, it ties back to the Waddell Hunter podcast we were just talking about. He talks about how nowadays Everything is microanalyzed with analytics and algorithm and data to the microscopic point. Anything you want to search, you can find. Anything you want to say can be found. It, it changes the way things were. Oh, it, we, we, put, we put deer on this pedestal that they are the most brilliant things to walk the <laughs> yeah, fucking right. earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need a, a biology degree and everything else to figure them out. And the, and the problem is, is there's too much emphasis on, on the scientific side. I mean, it, it's a deer. Yeah. A deer will be a deer. Go out and kill it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see? Says I the see guy, a face. I says see. the guy who every morning, cell cam. Fuck, he's not there. He's dead. Or I can't hunt there. He's not there. Win this, that, third. Like you would have some big bucks on camera I, if you just went in and hunted where you, you wanted to hunt. It. You've been hunting for like what? Uh, I'm just saying one year now. <laughs> you always, you've been hunting for one year. Now. Every off season, you're like, I'm not doing the cell cam thing. I'm gonna hunt this spot when I want to, and then you check your cell cam. Well, no, that, oh. that 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 arg- that 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 furthers his argument though, because he talks about how cell cams are. Are, are making decisions in real time. Like if we would get rid of all that shit, we would just go hunt our spots. Yeah, right. Without yeah. without without doing what you're saying. And, and I, Nick is Nick. It has been very. We've talked about Nick on 22 podcasts, and he's been on two. But <laughs> but he's he has in the past been like, I'm not fucking hunting. There ain't fucking nothing out there. But guess what? Then all of a sudden, a 150 showed up and he hunted twice and killed it. You know what I mean? Like, well, you always get the first picture of that mature buck. The first one. And it means nothing. So yeah, it's but, nothing. But it, all that means is you're in your bed, slow stroking. Like 
Uh, yeah. uh, I was just going to say, it's like getting a titty pick. Some <laughs> yeah. random chick. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. No, but I'm just but saying. But the first one means nothing. Yeah. The second one, business. Yep. But, business. But I'm just saying, a lot of people will go, won't go out and hunt their spot because they haven't gotten that picture yet, because they haven't patterned the buck yet. But the buck will be there for the first time at some point. And then we have Nick's best fucking friend who got one picture of a 160-inch buck and whacked it. Yeah, but he's an anomaly. That happens every uh, yeah. year. That's what, yeah, I mean, that's just what we expect. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I will say, I mean, when you're you're talking about, and I don't mobile hunt, but to be a little bit, con- not controversial. Ryan and Ethan are kind of in the same category. They have got really back into hunting in the last, like, two years, and they're, they're evolving from ground zero the last two years. Right. Mm-hmm. So for to be, like, devil's advocate on it, and I'm not doing it from, like, my standpoint because, obviously, I don't have a mobile setup, and I don't hang and bang, and I don't do anything. Everything I'm hunting is – I might move my fixed set, but for someone that truly wants to optimize on the chance to kill a deer, if they think moving and hanging and banging in that spot gives them the best chance because they're the data told them that the deer is in this oh, spot no, and they yeah, can go hunt yeah. that spot – I mean, I, I don't have an issue with people. No, it works. It, it works. works. I mean, but but the, the mobile thing wouldn't be as big without, without the real-time knowledge that you gain yeah. from cell cameras. Because they tell you – I mean, look, he, he had some cell cameras out. In 48 minutes later, he's out in the fucking woods hanging two more stand setups <laughs> because he couldn't he couldn't bear the thought of not doing it. Well, it's I still think like, that might have been a problem. Do uh, you think that fucked me? Yeah, yeah. Do you think I bumped him that day? I, I mean, I don't think. Let's just say, I don't, yeah. I don't think you. I, See, I think him, I bumped him that day. Whether, I still think to this day I bumped him that day that I went in and, and hung and those could have, but or those you, having all those options is just it. It that's why you just chase yourself. You're, yeah, you're, like a dog, like a dog yeah. chasing his tail. That's why this year I went in with the the minimal. Thought. And you finally killed a fucking deer out of that stand we that Radix we've put up five yeah. years ago. Yeah, I mean, you just keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Keep, Seriously. Keep you know once you know your properties, keep it simple. Have your mobile set up in the back pocket, but yeah. Keep it simple. Don't as soon as you get a picture, it doesn't mean run over there and I've got know. a great comparison for how I feel like you, you kind of look at it, and it's not wrong. But it's kind of like some of the older people that look at us all the time on our cell phones. Yeah. But and they think we're just on our phones doing something, whatever we're doing on our phones. But it's kind of like the Swiss Army knife of life. Like you might be doing something incredibly knowledgeable on your phone. You can use your phone for so many damn things. Building so a it's kind of teen leg parlay. <laughs> we're going to talk about sports it's, eventually. It's kind of like if that if it's there, why not use it? You know what I mean? And, that's, and for that's someone that's older, crossbow. they're going to want to say, hey, let's keep it simple. Give me yeah. a flip phone. I just want to freaking call. Yeah. So these old, I just these call old people are like, all right, damn kids on their phone. They're just sitting on the recliner staring into this. Oh, oh yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. They're reading well, a goddamn newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn Biden. So you know, like, what's just, the difference I between me and again? Yeah. <laughs> being devil's advocates, a lot. there is a lot of people out there that if the technology's there and I have the ability to do these things, I'm going to try to capitalize on it. Well, so, you should. Yeah. I mean, I, so. I'm not against it. I just think the, the the mobile fad came to life with cell cameras. I mean, just because you have the real-time knowledge. I do wish we lived – so, honestly, I wish we lived – I wish our area here in Ohio was similar to where we hunt in Indiana. I wish Public we had – Public land everywhere? Yeah, I wish we had mm-hmm. the ability to have these private farms – but also 
10,000 acres of public land spread out in 150 acre parcels everywhere. Because yeah, you how, know how fucking awesome how that cool would be. How cool would it be an hour? And we don't run into anyone. We're but, out there in Indiana hunting God's creation, some of the most beautiful woods I've ever seen, cell cam pictures of 150 inch bucks, and we don't see anyone. Yeah, how cool would that be to have around here? So oh, an hour, we from would your, be an hour from your front door. You can go hunt twenty different spots. Oh, that would be it. Probably be too much. I would overload. With I'd no, probably overload. Yeah, he would With, overload. You'd have 300, 300 three hundred three hundred thirty four. Yeah, I, I would spend have to seventeen. Get a third job I would just spend to pay for his batteries. Yeah, not two, three, and then I would spend every seven days. I would spend re-putting batteries and cameras, but no, it would be sweet. Yep. Well, anyways, the original point of this podcast was we to were going to talk that. about football. So let's do a quick, like, I don't know, 10, 20 minute predictions on this play. It's Saturday. Yes. There's two huge playoff games today. One of the games starts in, I don't know, 40 minutes. So you're, when you listen to this podcast on Monday night, everything that we've talked about has already happened. So either we're fucking geniuses or we're idiots. Or we're idiots. We're fucking idiots. So the first game, <laughs> you, the, if you don't determined. know, you have the eternal optimist Packers fan right yeah, here. Yeah, well, we'll get let's yeah, we'll get let's get into that real quick. Let's just break it down because anyone who's ever watched our YouTube channels, all they know is that I'm a Packers fan. But let's break it down. We actually really love sports, and we've never really talked about it on pretty our, much ever. Yeah, the only never time really talked it gets about, talked about is Caleb will miss significant <laughs> events in the hunting our hunting world to watch the Packers game. I built this bar so I could watch Packers while we butcher deer. You know what I mean? Like we it's it, I've been a Packers fan since I was five years old. Freeman's kind of a Packers fan, but everyone else, big Browns fans. Ethan's a Panthers fan. Holy shit that's up. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, <laughs> <laughs> but sports are NFL sports and to a smaller degree college. But NFL sports are a big deal what we do here. But we are uh, this is a deer hunting page and a deer hunting channel, deer hunting podcast, so we don't talk about it a lot. But it is a big deal for us right now, so we wanted to get into it a little bit. Everything we talk yeah. about now is going to be absolute. Nick, grab a couple more of those while you're in there. It's going to be absolute yeah, on Monday, but it is Saturday. None of the divisional games have happened yet. Uh, we are a bunch of fucking degenerates, and we are big on the, the gambling, the sports betting, the, the, the apps. But last weekend – was a big deal for us because, unfortunately, the Browns got killed. Well, let's talk about the week before that. So when the Browns did very well. Two the, weeks before. Maybe two weeks before yeah, that. Yeah, they, the Browns clinched, and then the Packers yeah. clinched the last So the week. week that the Browns clinched, they had some pretty crazy stat lines across the board that weren't really expected. So a lot of your guys' parlays really hit. Yeah, we, That was like a month ago. But We're, we're, we're big parlay dealers. Uh, without confusing the audience too much, last weekend – we kind of got together one day at Ryan's, one day at my house, watched the Browns one game, Packers another game, just to see where things were going to go. We had a lot of faith in the Browns to go far, yep. and we had a, not a lot of faith in the Packers to go far. I thought Dallas would And the mobbed. goddamn narrative switched. The, the Browns got murdered. All our parlays didn't hit. It was embarrassing. It sucked. And the Packers literally raped. Fucking backyard rape. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, backyard rape. All our parlays – hit or not all of ours but some of our parlays hit and here we are this weekend we're a couple hours away from a huge nfl game we got texans and baltimore first we're not huge on those teams i mean stroud was a it's gonna be interesting to see how that game goes yeah when you get to the divisional round of the playoffs it's meat and potatoes now you're you're playing for a chance to get into the super bowl yeah you know i mean you're one game away from a game you know what i mean so now no one saw the texans being here 
No one here likes the Ravens. Alex Ballard a little bit. Our, we we have a good buddy who's a non-hunter that's been in a couple of video clips real quick. One of my best friends from high school. He was a Ravens fan, Flacco fan. He's cheering for the Ravens, obviously. Everyone else is C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Let's go Houston. I mean, I, I hope C.J. Stroud does it, but, I mean, fucking Lamar, man. <sighs> he's going to win the well, MVP this year. He's going to go. He's he, Lamar's going to take take over the game, I think. And if he doesn't? Well, so, so Lamar is at a crossroads because he was he was talked about coming into this season as a trade candidate. The, the Ravens really didn't want him. No other team really wanted him. He got stuck being on the Ravens, and he fucking won the MVP. He, he hasn't been crowned yet, but he's going to get the MVP. I think – Sure. It was just a balance of what has he done, what has he provided, how much, where do you go when you pay a guy, and this happens well, across the NFL, happens with the Browns, a lot of people are down on Watson, uh, you know, a lot, I mean, look at Joe Burrow, I mean, it's it's really kind of similar to a Joe Burrow situation, yeah. who had a lot of success he early in his rape career, people. but he got hurt, oh. and the Bengals. He didn't rape him, he came on him. <laughs> 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 This is, this is getting raunchy. <laughs> ah, we knew it was going to go there. So, yeah, we're over. No, I'm tra- so the Bengals, you know, like they, they didn't have their quarterback. He's not available. He's been paid a ton of money. That's not. That's right. kind of the same situation. Browns are in. The Browns just happened to get a veteran. Well, come in and I'm, they I, I guess to, we, we can have resolution well. on that storyline. So next Lamar year. himself, I think he was someone that. I mean, he was he was going to be on a football team starting in the NFL. Regardless, yeah, hundred percent. He just decided this year he was going to turn into a elite. Pocket passing quarterback. He knew he had to though, and he did it. And he yeah. did it without Mark Andrews too. No, that, that and that's, that, that's the point I was going to bring up. They got nobody on that team. I can't even say Flowers. Yeah, Zay Flowers is a stud rookie. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's a rookie, and their defense is an absolute buzzsaw. Yeah. So don't get. They are the number one. What's your in Houston? The NFL. All right, so let's end it right now. I think across sh- the board, Houston or Baltimore. Baltimore. I got. Well, Baltimore. I got Baltimore at home, but I got it. Houston covering the spread. I don't give a shit about that. Baltimore, or Houston. Baltimore is going to win that. I'm sure. What is the spread? You got Houston. Dude, uh, nine and a half, dog. I believe. Yeah, look, I think they'll cover that. You'll know in the first five minutes of the game. Yeah, really, honestly, you'll know. Stroud's yeah. a dog. Has J- Lamar ever played in actual cold weather? Twenty yeah. degrees. Yeah, yeah. He plays in Cleveland every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, and people are down on Lamar. He hasn't had a ton of playoff success. I think he gets it done today. I think Baltimore moves on to the championship game. And then, and then the, that brings us the, to the, the next, game, and then the next that game. this guy's been stir crazy oh over all God. week, and that is the Packers and Niners. The Packers, I believe, are a massive underdog in a sense, but people yep. are starting to believe. Nine but what I half, think they're nine and a half point underdogs. It moved back to ten. They today. went back to ten. Back for to 10. what? Because the rain. It opened at ten. It went down a little bit. There's sixty forty bets coming in. Sixty percent on the Niners. It went back to 10 points. I think that line is disrespectful to a team that went on the road fucked against Dallas a very up. good – Fucked Dallas. They, Dallas got fucked, but they are a good football team. Yeah. There's a lot of talent on that team. The Packers handled it majestically. Oh, as good as – I mean, they were they were America's <laughs> team for sure. So yeah. they're a 10-point underdog. They're a 10-point underdog, and I find that line to be disrespectful. Is, that's got to be one of the highest playoff games it's, recently, right? Yeah. I mean, you'll every now and then in the wild card round when you got a team that sneaks in that shouldn't be there yeah, yeah. facing a juggernaut, you'll see a 10, 11, 12 point. It's a very big spread for a young team that doesn't even know how to lose in the playoffs. Yeah. It, it's sometimes if what you don't know is good and they're hungry and they're probably disrespected by that line. With that being said, I'll let Caleb tell me how he thinks the game's going to go. 
I, I've, I've gone all around the board, and I think it's going to cause us a lot of heartburn tonight. And I think at the end of the day, it's going to be 30-28, and it's going to be San Fran missing a field goal. It's going to be 30-28. We're not going to have it up to our rookie kicker. We're going to win. Green Bay's going to win. Huge Packers fan. Green Bay's going to win, and it's going to be a fight the entire game, and then San Fran's going to get a possession that we don't like, and they're going to miss a field goal in the rain at the end. That's what I think is going to happen. So what nothing against their kicker, nothing against their offense. They are a fine team. They have every piece you could imagine. I do think Purdy is going to make a few mistakes. I do think Aaron Jones is going to fumble once. But I do think our, our pass rush is going to get home. And I think Jordan Love is going to do a couple things that we're just like, holy shit. So watching these teams the past like four or five weeks, who's been better, Purdy or Love? Love, love all day. Right yeah. now, love. No yeah. one in the what, NFL is better than love do we right think, now. But that, do we the charts think that's are like what this. Matt, the charts are like matters? this right now. And the the Niners after that Ravens game where they got humiliated and Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. Yeah, they benched and they, him. they pretty much benched. Well, him. I mean, sometimes it gets to a point yeah, where you yeah. just can't. You know, it's not the guy's day. Now, Brock Purdy, I think, is a good. He's a good yeah. football player. He's got, he's got small got a, hands. They say he's, he's got, got a ton of talent. Small hands. It's gonna be raining. And. They've kind of trended downwards a little bit. They had a meaningful game against the, the com- Commanders Yeah, that uh, they really didn't play that well. And it was a tight game, and, and they fought them till the end. And they haven't looked like the team that we saw at the beginning of the year. With that being said, there's so much talent on that team. Yeah, yeah so crazy That at talent. any time, so they can They got top five players at every position. So almost. Jordan Love's probably going to outplay Purdy. It's whether he can outplay him enough well, it to compete with the rest of the well, team. Well, it's going to be Love outplaying Purdy, which I think he'll do. And it's going to be containing CMC. Yeah, that's, you, you, that that you, fucking scares you me. Contain, you can't do it. You contain. He's going to go for a hundred. Oh, if he goes, yeah. if he goes 100 for a hundred, that's fine. But he's going to break his sixty-yard run. As long run. as we're not, your Packers aren't giving up a forty-yard rush by Debo on a sweep. Yeah, and all this the the stupid frilly stuff. You got you got to contain them somewhere. So Caleb, you think this game's going to come down to? last play yeah it's gonna cost me a lot so what's kind of ironic about kills there's prediction. no way it's a blowout near uh, see, dallas I, I have a completely different prediction i think it's gonna come down to one play one bad call one <laughs> giant play Cause that's kind of how the browns downfall started on their game was that well, not something call started and it just yeah once who so, do you think's winning so you can have a giant blowout but it is started by one play whether it's a big play winning? a bad call I think the Packers are going to win just because I don't watch as much football as you guys. and I don't get as crazy into it, but they were unstoppable last week. Yeah. That last week was against, the most perfect game you could play against That's a problem, very good though. team. We saw, we saw perfection and it's, we're not going to get that this week. There's going to be that. some mistakes. You don't know. There was one what, drive. I think we, what they we did. punted one time in the first seven drives. Otherwise we scored. We scored. I, I forget who I was listening to talk about this, but they were talking about Jordan love and the Packers and they were sitting. I, I forget where their record was. Earlier we were two we? and five. It was we three were two and, and five. Was, I think when they mentioned it, it was potentially three and six. Okay, but we started two and, and five. And they realized they're going. Some, this isn't working. Let's open up the playbook and see yeah. what this guy can do. Well, I think and I he, think they've, they've, they've allowed him. And week by week by week, you saw a guy that he's not a rookie, but he's playing his rookie season. Yeah. Who was the the book was out on him a little bit. And then he has shown to be a – he's kind he's, of – he well, might be producing. the best quarterback in the NFC right now. If you, if you really pay attention to deep sports talk and deep sports knowledge, when he threw that touchdown pass, that 27 – or what is 27-yard touchdown pass to Wicks, he beat Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Defensive him. player of the year. He was – two years ago, he was the best defensive player in football. 
he fucking smoked him with a back foot fading away, unbelievable throw to a fifth round the, rookie. The touch he had, and it was it was it was unguardable. Beautiful. It was unguardable. It was it was it was nasty. So I do want to say, called him in motion too. He said, "Come here." Yes, I want to that, say that's scary. Two things to me: your prediction that last second missed field goal in the rain, which is predicted tonight in San Francisco. You know what happened in Cleveland, Week Six? Hmm. Jake Moody missed a field goal yeah, in the rain, forty-one. I, I was at the, the Apple Butter Festival. When so happened. that is kind of an ironic prediction because I am a Browns but this, fan. But this this game here. is not. I don't think this game is going to be a blowout in either direction. There's just no right. Way. Yeah, tight game, and that would be tight. very interesting. It's going to be stressful. I think it's going to be settled before the end. I mean, I hope That's you're. I, I hope you're right, but I don't feel that way. It's going to be who protects the ball. Yeah, and Love has done a very good job of that. Oh, in he's the last been very nine weeks. One one turnover in the last nine weeks. I'm gonna give kind of scary because it's due, but I'm gonna give my prediction. All right, we'll go around the table. I said 30-28 on a list late field goal. I, said, I already said it's gonna be decided on a big call, not early in the game, but not at the end either. So Isaac's Packers, Caleb's Packers. I can't get down with that today. I think we're gonna have a heartbroken. <sighs> uh, Which is gonna group. happen at midnight. I, th- I think guys. we're gonna have a heartbroken group <laughs> in my basement. We'll be drinking good whiskey, but we might not be watching good football. I do think the it stays competitive close. I think the inexperience of the Packers and Jordan Love ends up exposing themselves. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, I absolutely think the Niners win this game. If you're a betting guy, you'll see this after the fact. I don't hate the 10 points. I think I'm probably going to bet the 10 points, but I got the Niners pulling this one out. So do you, do you think game. it's going to be on the coattails of Purdy or on okay. – I think it's going to be on the defense of the Niners and their line. Since they got Chase Young and Nick Bosa and those two guys coming on the edge, you got Warner, you got Shadavious Ward. Dallas with Micah Parsons had three pressures last week. I would Micah love, Parsons is better than I need anyone to say, on that line. There's nothing more I'd love to be than wrong about what I'm saying right now. I think that if they're going <sighs> to rebound. Don't put bad thoughts in my head. I think Shanahan is going to have – a scheme dialed up. I mean, there are so many weapons between what they can do with yeah. Ayuk and but Debo the and Kittle the, the and The coaches are the same. They are. Very, I mean, they're similar. I mean, and, and there's a lot of weapons. The, same the Packers don't know how to lose. Yeah. And they might just come out there and have a hell of a game. I'm not discrediting any of that. I like the Niners, especially with the bad weather. I'm going Green Bay. <laughs> I, I think I think the first half is going to tell the story. 100%. Um, I, think, I think Purdy throws two picks. But I think they keep it close because they got they got the weapons. They got yeah, CMC. they can score they, right now. I mean, they they can they can go down the field and score. But Love is has shown he's so smart with the ball. I don't see him. Yeah, there's him. no dumb throws like yeah. ah yeah. You know, like the Flacco had those. Packers line has been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. I love that. <laughs> I, I I think I wouldn't be surprised if it turned into a Dallas situation. <laughs> you put them on their heels early, and then it's. It, you just ride the momentum. The Packers have the momentum, and yeah, Niner, da- Niners, San Fran hasn't played true football in three weeks. Yeah, and before that, they lost to the Rams. They had a a weird game with the Commanders, and before that, they got blown out by Baltimore. Right, so, like, right. kind of limped into the playoffs. Just to say they've been playing unbelievable football would be a lie. It kind of is kind. It wasn't as bad as the Eagles, but they kind of took the down, the tumble down. Towards yeah, the, the Eagles weren't even competitive. Mm-hmm. Eagles were – it was unbelievable. That I game. don't know what happened to Philly. So, so if this game does end up falling on Brock Purdy's shoulders, is it over, you think? 
he's gonna. No, I mean, I don't. Gonna I, choke, I think, or you think I, he's gonna be able. To I, think I don't Brock, think Brock Purdy's a bad quarterback. Because if the at all, game though, is close at the end, that's usually how it. Well, it, it I don't like. I don't like our defense to stop them in a last minute drive. Look at what like Brock that. Purdy has done. No, he's a great quarterback in his yeah. limited time. Yeah, frame. yeah. yeah. I mean, he started so off. To think that he started Brock, off insanely strong. He had that game against the Ravens, and everyone has a game like that. Now, the yeah. people that wanted to chalk him up as the next Tom Brady because of where he was drafted and the success he had, you have to mitigate that. You have to realize that he's playing with the best team, the best roster in the NFL, bar none. Yeah, all positions. And he's got a great coach to put him in a great position mm-hmm. to do these things. However, and he he's still make... the guy out there doing it. Yeah. And he would play – I mean, his completion percentage, his quarterback rating was incredibly high, which proved that he's being successful yeah. in the things that he's being asked to do. The, so he need... wasn't just managing. Yeah. He was making plays. So. Yeah, of course. So, so he, to he... think he's going to choke because there's some statistic that proves that, that's not true. That's a false narrative. I, I don't think he'll choke, but I think what we saw with Baltimore was his, he he was getting pressured – Every single play. I want to play hit him in the mouth ball. early. So if if you get that pressure early, <clears throat> he's not used to dealing with that. I mean, like that Baltimore exposed that line and exposed him under pressure because the rest of the season he didn't have pressure like that breathing down his throat. All right. So let me ask a question before we continue on with I think Ethan's last prediction. Yeah, we, we got to hear Ethan's from here. Prediction next. If it is a moderate to heavy rain, who do you think that benefits tonight? I think it makes Ooh. it completely even because I CMC is the best running back in the NFL, but in these in these moments, if we're going to rely on a running game, they have CMC and use check, and I know that's a very good combination. But I am not mad about AJ. I'm not mad about Aaron Jones and and, and Dylan. I'm not mad about that at all. They, we we will be able to keep up with them on the ground just as much. Aaron <clears throat> Aaron Jones right now is playing better than any running back in the NFL. The three think... weeks that CMC has sat with his bum leg or whatever and had not, you know, been sitting at home and waiting to play a game, Aaron Jones has run for 480 yards in three touchdowns. He's killing it. Yeah, he's playing he's very hit, well. And he's rested. Let he didn't play all season. So the Packers, their last three, well, let's exclude the, the wild card game. <clears throat> Leading up into the playoffs, they beat the Panthers. Yeah. The Bears. Barely beat the Panthers. Barely beat the Panthers. Beat the Bears. Which is not great. Beat the but Bears. But it's the NFL. Yeah, beat the Bears. The Jets beat the Niners this year. Right. Just for, yeah. for right. you know, Make you never know. Fucking Make Jets. Make sure even put a TD on the Panthers. <laughs> you had, you had, uh, then they beat the Bears. Yeah. And then they beat the Vikings to secure their spot. Yeah. And in the, the Vikings game was big. Those are not three real good football teams that they were able to build against but, and get confidence. But Dallas against. was. Dallas was. On the road. Yeah. In the playoffs. This is not the same It goes situation. without saying, Joe Barry is the key. If our defense gives up four straight touchdown drives, it's over. Well, you know, what I we say have is- to force a turnover and punts. We we have to play some defense. Without Jordan Love can go out and throw for three hundred yards and three touchdowns, and we can still lose by twenty. Yeah, and sometimes you know I mean? that happens. Like, I mean, yeah. think about how many games we watched with that. Aaron Rodgers right. against specifically against Arizona Cardinals yeah. twice. Yeah, great football games. All right, let's let Ethan get his uh, predictions no. on this game. Ethan is the one who has the best plus negative of any voter or of any sports better here. Honestly, luck. But, um, <laughs> that's $4 a day. So I, hope, I hope his plus negative is good. Um, I think San Fran – I think Baltimore exposed San Fran in that game. I think their Packers can use that to their advantage. And then I think the Packers are too dumb to know not how to play good football. They have six rookies and second-year um, receivers and tight ends Yeah, that they're just going to run routes and then Jordan Love's going to – find him yeah so jordan love doesn't do that stupid thing where he throws a ball into a place he shouldn't Mm -hmm. he's got 
we can go one through five on wide receivers on guys that can get open by themselves. So our, our probably our worst receiver I would say is Heath, and, and and you know and he still has he's still a good route runner above him with Watson, Dobbs, Reed, Wicks, and Melton. I mean, shit. And then the two Fuck. rookie tight ends. I All think. those guys have hundred yard games. So we're going to be more in depth talking about this game because it hits the closest yeah. to home. We're all sitting here. We got five guys hoping the Packers win. We got four thinking that they're going to do it, but we can't exclude Sunday football. So I mean, the the Bills game. The, let's so talk. Chiefs, well, Bills let's is the best. Leave that's, that. That's why it's Sunday night yeah, football. Right. And then it's the first time Mahomes. Well, we're going to get in that. Let's go to the uh, the Lions and the Bucks. This is an interesting game. What a weird game. Yeah, because like uh, as you know, you, the got, divisional playoffs you, you got to take yeah. a look at it from our perspective. Where there's there's bias towards the Packers here, which is anti-Lion, and then Baker Mayfield was the franchise guy here for a couple of years. So there's everyone here knows a lot about Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield takes the Lions out, and I think I think the Bucks make it to the NFC Championship game. I would like them to. I think they do. I, I think, think Baker Mayfield's better than Jared Goff. And it's an, it, you know, it's in Detroit, but it's it's. What the fuck did you? Say? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Baker Mayfield's a piece of shit. Remember? I, I think <laughs> his dick sucked behind the cheesecake factory. Yeah. I, so can we say that on this? I, I, I think Baker Mayfield say beats Jared Goff. I think Baker Mayfield beats Jared Goff. I think you're high. Nah. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is the one game in the entire week that I am confident that the Detroit Lions are going to absolutely buzzsaw. Really? Shit out of See, the I'm not scared of the Detroit Lions at all. The Detroit Lions, if you, again, you're listening on Monday, for the limited listeners probably, but if you bet the spread, you're going to hit it. I got Bucks 31, or I'm sorry, Lions 31, Bucks 13. Okay. Really? I agree. I, I have no thoughts uh, on this game because I'm not a big enough fan to share. I'm going Lions. I don't give a shit about the spread, but I'm going Lions. I think, I think they'll – they have – they have everything they need to on the defensive side to cover Mike Evans and Otten. Um, Rashid White, they got him covered. I, the Lions are going to fucking run away with yeah. it. What do you think, Trash? Lions, Lions. bust all 35-10. Plus in that environment. Really? That's going to be a dream. That's a dream for that stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think mean, they shit the fucking mm-hmm. bed. I don't think so. Dan Campbell? Dean Campbell's going to be fucking so revved up. You'll be able to hear him screaming from from here. His ball stack's going to be the size of his helmet. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, yeah. Isaac? I don't know enough. I haven't watched those two teams enough. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a weird matchup because one of the best teams in the league a few years ago and then one of the worst teams of the last Well, you, know, you had Tom decades. Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, you yeah. had a different team down there. So you have a team in the Buccaneers who – Went nine and eight, barely won the NFC South, kind of out of default because the entire division is terrible. They really probably shouldn't be here. Now they took care of an Eagles team that was in the Super Bowl last year, but had nah, lost five out of six yeah. games and was trending so far downward. We've actually never really seen a collapse like it. So that Baker Mayfield versus a Lions team that has an incredible amount of talent mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball in the trenches and on playmakers. At home, yeah, if, first, if second thought, playoff game. If you at thought home about in 30 it long years. enough, Baker's gonna choke, just because oh, yeah. of his history. But he's also had some flashes in the pans over the years. That's why you were a Baker fan, you know, years ago, and we weren't. Yeah, no, I, I'm rooting because he I did would love show to be wrong. Some impressive game. Another game where I would love to be wrong. I'm rooting for the Buccaneers. I'd be more. On I your, would just be crazy. Surprised. I'd be more on your side about them getting blown out. 
Go Bucks. That okay. leaves one game. All right, last game. That leaves the game of the, the you know, obviously we're Packers fans, but I mean, Chiefs Bills is that's the last three or four years it's been the way it is. I mean, those quarterbacks are the two best in the AFC, even though Lamar's winning the MVP. Mahomes has won two MVPs and two one or two Super Bowls. Two, two Super Bowls. Two. I mean, that's godlike. You know, Josh Allen is right on the cusp of also being in that category. He's gonna deliver Buffalo possibly their first Super Bowl win ever. I honestly have no prediction, but I'm going to lean towards history, and I'm going to say that the Chiefs are going to pull this one out. I, I lean towards the fact that Mahomes is great, Kelsey is great, Andy Reid is great. It's going to come down to the – it will come down to the last drive. I think the Chiefs take it. That's what I think. I know Josh Allen's awesome. I love Josh Allen. He's Brett Favre reincarnated, all that shit. Chiefs take it. So what, last drive, I've, Chiefs take it. I can't remember because you know I'm not the biggest fan like you guys are. What happened last year to the Bills in the playoffs? They just lost. Yeah, they just lost. Like they kind of just. Fizzled. I mean, they they, they, I mean, they no, were. They, I can't they're remember all, they're exact there, They're there and they're playing and they lost. You know, there's no, there's nothing to be said about what they. Well, did they have some right historic or, games. And right I can't wrong. remember if two years last ago. Year was the drive. The it's hard to keep them overtime. Walking. That was the overtime game. Yeah. Okay. So I think last year was a game where it was very close. I mean, it was a one possession game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Playoff it's, football. So, it's yeah. right there. You it, know. Has Josh nothing Allen memorable? Patrick though. Mahomes has never played a road playoff game, and I don't think that net necessarily matters from a mental standpoint for Patrick Mahomes, but it matters as an entire team and atmosphere. Mental and yes. Atmosphere. But think about what it could do for his team. fucking reputation if he goes into Buffalo and wins. So, you know what I mean? Well, like he's. But, I we're talking say, about Patrick Mahomes. I've been, we've been talking about two teams all year that have not lived up yeah. to their expectations. The Bills well, kind of trended back yeah, upward. But the Bills are Dolphins. trending upwards, but the Bills. Josh Allen is leads the league in turnovers. At yeah. Quarterback. yeah. So you yeah. know he's going to give the Chiefs. And you can't turn the, the ball over in the playoffs. But to, when you talk about the Chiefs. Their team this year is a lot worse than yeah, some of their teams no in the past. Yeah, they have no receivers. They have no fucking receivers. A lot worse. Yeah, 100%. So should they be expected to go all the way and win? They, they should not. They still got Reed, Mahomes, and Kelsey. It's True. the allure of those three players and Chris Jones. Yeah. The best defensive interior lineman in Because they, sh- they should be winning uh, if they had a better team. Aaron, Aaron Donald. Chris Jones is no. the best interior Regardless. defensive lineman in football. So you think it was a misjustice to Mahomes that this team wasn't built? Yeah, because they him. didn't get the number well, one how do they not seed. Have, in this is what we were talking how about. How do they not have when a it receiver? started getting raunchy? Is that kind? He got paid a half a billion dollars. So that 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 is finally showing its its legs. <laughs> They're yeah, starting out. Ethan Look Simon, at what t- Tyree at Kill right now. Tyree Kill has had what thirty five hundred receiving yards in two yeah. years yeah. in Miami. And since he left, they, since they, he left well, Kansas City, it's because they couldn't afford him because of Mahomes, right? Well, in, no, in he the, wanted in the roundabout. He team, wanted I mean, to create his own Randy Mossism, if you will. Like he wanted to be known as an individual. Sidebar. Just a quick sidebar. Is this going to affect the Browns with Deshaun Watson in the future? There's going to be decisions to be made. Because but it, it, it comes down to a number of things. So Chris Jones, highest paid interior defense alignment. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, highest paid quarterback. Travis Kelsey, high, highest paid tight end. You're going to have to make Tyreek no, the highest paid wide receiver. Not to make this a Deshaun Watson shit fest, but we're paying him I'm in. Mahomes money. No, we're not we're getting not. Mahomes. We're, we're not paying him Mahomes money. We're not even, you know, we're not even getting Joe Flacco feedback from him. You know. Well, we're not. That's a thing. We're not. We, the thing people got caught up in is that he had the highest guaranteed contract ever. He's only like the eighth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. 
It's just yeah, and that's, that's the stuff that it'll I don't be know. ninth after Jordan. And Love most of these deal. quarterbacks now are getting 80, 90 percent guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So like he's not the highest paid quarterback. He's actually not even close. Not even top five. It was so right now his deal. If he were to come back and play at a relatively high level, would look really good because you have him under contract for if. a few more years. If if, if. went five one this year, but <sighs> yeah, um, we'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But the later. the Bills and Chiefs are two teams that largely underperformed this year and the bills were kind of trending more upwards this last game i don't think the weather that they underperformed they they just were wet they were just making commercials and to be honest celebrity endorsements and making the playoffs and like they didn't care where they ended up i feel like they're there to play now this is by far the hardest prediction each other yeah this is by far the hardest prediction but i think for once the role gets reversed i got buffalo I'm not saying big. I just am going to take Buffalo at home. I think the Chiefs struggle to move the football a little bit, and Allen mitigates the turnovers, and they move on to the AFC Championship game. I like the prediction. Yeah, I like that. I like it. I, I, I'm, I'm on Buffalo, too. I think what we've seen from Casey is a struggling team. Not not so much – well, we've seen it on the field, but I think there's struggles within that organization that have kind of reared its head, heads at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you watch that sidelines and during games when things aren't going right, it's a shit fest over there. Yeah. Those guys are throwing helmets, crying. That screaming. that goes along exactly so, with my prediction. So my my thought is, I think I think Josh Allen's done losing. He's in his stadium. He's got his people there. I think he's gonna run that fucking ball all over that big dude. Is just gonna be running up and down that field making plays. I got Buffalo winning the game. I would say Buffalo early too. I think Mahomes is going to get frustrated. Something's going to happen, and he's going to turn into a whiny little crybaby. I mean, they cry over they cry over. A, a I think flag frust- frustrations are going to come out early, and that's going to. It might not be a huge win in the end, but the game's going to be decided. You, you got early. a suffering team, and you got momentum's going to be decided. Team trending up, I think. I think the Bills by ten points. I think Allen's going to have a big game, two fifty and. 70 yards rushing, and then Stephon Diggs is going to finally get his redemption on KC and have 110 and a touchdown. I like Diggs today. I like Diggs a lot. I think that this is someone that it's almost like it's almost like two guys that were kind of like like having a little bit of an argument, a little bit of a tussle, and then you're like, all right, shit's real now. Let's get back to yeah. where we know it. Yeah. Let's like realign our center. And I think that those two have a big game. I like that as well. I will say, though, if the two-time champion Kansas City Chiefs pull out this game and the guy that leads the league in turnovers gives them the ball too many times. If that was the outcome at the end of the day, I would not be surprised. I like I the just, and I, think- I just, I've always been, I've been very vocal in our group that I think when playoffs come, Mahomes does his goat shit and yeah. he's yeah. going to find a way to make this. That is a find a way to make they're all year in Buffalo for after this game, they're going to be talking about what changes we're going to make is Mahomes is going to beat him again. I think James Cook is going to have 60 yards rushing and receiving in a touchdown as well. I think he's going to have a good game. All right, for your parlays, you heard it first from Ethan. No. James well, we have a group where we can share our parlays, and there's been like 100 put in. in, the last, yeah. in the and let's say that the winnings are small. So yeah. so when we wrap this up, we did about half hour of football talk. If you still are listening, I know we're deep into this, and you like the sports talk, let us know, and we'll keep doing it. Maybe it'll be a thing in the future to talk about football. But- I will say, listening in these – these headsets that that fucking boob mic is so good i know it does like the, the, qual- the sound quality is so good Especially compared to what i'm saying well, right hold on he, Lou, Lou. we should maybe try it with 
Ethan because <laughs> yeah, he's gonna... the only one that Bill Disbro can understand. Yeah. So well, I was gonna ask a special request if Ethan can tell us his favorite football team, the Panthers. <laughs> say 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 oh, Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. <laughs> but this mic just do- ditch the TA. The, yeah. the nerd stuff. This mic does sound better because it's a condenser microphone and it's power. Oh man, that mic sounds so, so fucking good. And it has like a you know it's bigger. It has a bigger sound. It'd be a shame if people actually liked the football stuff, considering we only have two more weeks, three more games. But for the future, it's a trial run. If you like the sports stuff and you are still listening, which there's probably not that many people listening, you know, an hour and a half into this podcast. But if you are, we can uh, do more of this in the future. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, this Deer Shot podcast. Thanks for listening. We are out.